0: The Lake Forest Podcast is supported by viewers, listeners, and businesses just like you. Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at ForestBluffRealestate.com. Havey Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest owned Mike Havy. Check them out at Havycommunications.com. Are you looking for beer, wings, and swings in Lake Forest? Well, check out Duffer's Pub and their state-of-the-art golf simulators. This Primo setup is the perfect place for your next corporate event. Yes let your boss win and of course all the games will be on the tv and you'll never go hungry because the za and wings are scrumptious go to duffer's pub on western avenue now we'd also like to say we're thankful for our patreon supporters otto john c helen and herrick morning pete what do you say joe your your man dion is
1: uh did you stay up and watch that game
0: I watched half of it and then I woke up, you know, like six, and then I watched the other half. I'm like,
1: oh, oh you uh, man. Recorded it? oh yeah. Uh, I I should have. I I couldn't I couldn't stay awake, and I, I wish I had. I was like, wow. I mean, he's just just my screen here. Here we go. He's just, uh, I mean, wow. And then the, I don't know if you saw that sixty minutes piece.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that that game was a top ten. Uh, most watched game, I believe. And the amount of. It's the highest watched late night game ever. Uh, I didn't see that, but I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, 11 million. To get 11 yeah. million to watch something on a Saturday night. At night, because
1: was- the game started like, what, nine o'clock, 10 nine o'clock? o'clock so, yeah.
0: And I was at Knollwood. I'm like, oh, man, I can't stay up this late. Nothing good happens but- after 9, 9 p.m. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Especially I when tell it to my children. <laughs> when I'm in a country club on somebody else's tab, you know, that's not a <laughs> it looked very nice there in the picture. Ah, uh, lovely listeners and watchers, uh Chris and Liz, shout out. They uh they fall asleep to us, Joe, and that's part of their routine. <laughs> don't if don't if double. they fall asleep
1: to us, what happens if they listen to NPR like Forest? <laughs>
0: Well, that's insomnia. Uh, <laughs> they might I'll die. See.
1: I don't know if they fall asleep to us. They might die
0: listening to the other ones. <laughs> oh, uh, those guys—they—they try so hard, which is, you know, hey, it's America. Do do what you can. Hey, they're doing little
1: snippets now on their social media. I wonder where they got that idea from. Uh, who
0: cares? <laughs> hey, <laughs> imitation is the best form of flattery, right? Joe, so all I know is when you, when you take a piece of uh, poo and you slice it up in smaller pieces, it's still poo.
1: As my uh, as one of my uh, business professors taught me, uh, Coke is a better product because of Pepsi. McDonald's is a better company because of Burger King. I mean, the list goes on and on. The competition is a good thing, right? I'm a free market guy, so I love competition.
0: Uh, I wouldn't give him the credit as competition. I think it's. A different... Yeah, it's, it's really not.
1: It's a different source, and I, hey, you know, if I, I listen to WBBM News Radio, and then I listen to WBEZ sometimes.
0: I, I think. everyone if... when I'm driving, though, it might be
1: dangerous. No, actually, <laughs> actually, uh, during the Madigan years, WBEZ was one of the few places that actually um, uh, went in depth on some of the Madigan stuff them in the tribune
0: I, I think you. they they provide a platform for the people that won't come on here you know the liberal far left uh i, I came up with a new name as as i'm watching uh, a blue blocker commercial you know those sunglasses oh yeah it's i don't know if i want to call it prue blocker or uh, a progress blocker but <laughs> all these people that are against progress all the blockers um getting back to the proof blockers i wish i had the proof blockers because i guess she she took five months to you know reflect and find herself find her e whatever you call it and she put that piece out joe what 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 was your take on her piece
1: well my initial reaction when i first saw it was how can we miss you if you won't go away Thing. The election results speak for themselves. People, as we said the day after the election, when we did this show, people didn't just spoke, speak; they shouted. Yeah, Those yeah. No, I don't want to regurgitate the old. No, stuff, I don't either. Right? But, but, but she. But and look, you let's now to now points, it's becoming let's go to a, the points
0: of contention in her article, Joe, where she talks about yeah. being divisive, and you got to be careful of the sources of information. That's why I'm. That's what I'd like us to address because. I believe she was offered a platform by you twice, right? And I know I offered three times. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, people, will,
0: the, the door will
1: always, as far as I'm concerned, and I think as far as you con- you're you concerned, the door is always open for her to come on the show. Um, obviously, she's choosing not to. Are you opinionated? Yes, you you are certainly opinionated, Pete. I mean, there is no question about it. Anyone that meets you knows you have an opinion within 30 seconds. So why but, do
0: I have... Hold on. Why do I have that opinion?
1: Because you're basing it on a certain set of information and you're not hearing from the other side. So a, a great... The best example I think of is the show we did with Anthony Vega, the Lake County clerk. We had talked a lot about stuff we had heard about him taking over, screwing up the polling places and, and all that stuff. And people can go back and watch that show. And Anthony... Anthony didn't say, screw you, I'm not coming on your show. Anthony said, put me on your show. I want to talk about it. And we did talk about it. And I think at, when we were done with that show, we had a great, a very a very good appreciation for him personally, but also for what he had to do to get these polling places ready and the issues. that. So we had a very different opinion of the subject once we were done with him than when we started. Right. So I think um you know whether it's it's true or or anybody else here in town senator Morrison um any other any other folks if if we say something uh that really sticks in your craw and you say god that's wrong or or, or I'd like to give my side doors open right If it was really so, truly
0: wrong Joe don't don't you think they would be well, a
1: you- like that? But Pete, there, there are certain issues where no one's right and no one's wrong. It's two different opinions, right?
0: Um, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Right or wrong, okay? You have this Democrat, these people that make a living off of their politics, right? There's a strategy that's in place that they do. Prue's part of it. Julie Morrison's part of it. Susan Garrett is part of it. And part of their strategy is they're counting on nobody else on the other side say the conservative side or the mid side to keep up or put up an effort to challenge what they do so they just throw this stuff out and nobody says anything so it must be true is that their strategy i mean you're the political guy what, yeah. what is the strategy yeah, it, of the it, it is essentially a strategy
1: you, you i think you you described it very accurately and that is um, there is a strategy, and, and both sides in politics do this. Let's not say liberals have the, the exclusive. No, Republicans are
0: idiots too. So, all <laughs> right. As
1: as a moderate Republican, I I totally agree. I won't say their names, but you know who I'm talking well, look about. Look at look at Dan but, Rogers' Facebook post. Well, and... all right. I'm not gonna. We I talked did. about that before. I, I'd but, like to have. I, I I've met Dan a couple times now. Yeah. Good guy. When you meet him in person, I think. We'll talk about that on another show because I think he wants to come on.
0: With okay, he indicated to me that he wants
1: to come on, and I think he's one that I think if he clears the air. I think
0: indicated he, she wanted to come on too, Joe. No. Whatever. I. Um, but is, here.
1: But back to back to your initial initial point here. Sometimes we get off off topic, and that's why yes. there's another show called on topic. On topic, right? yeah. <laughs> um, the there's always going to be this back and forth right of 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 any issue whether it's a national issue a, a regional issue or or a local issue right the, the greatest trick in the book is saying there's this other side out there that's that's mischaracterizing things that's putting out fake news us and, versus them right exactly and it the the, the 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 best foil to that is you know here they are saying there's all these awful news sources out there that are putting out this this wrong information. Yet when those sources offer them an opportunity to come on, they won't come on.
0: That's
1: what I mean, went in the
0: Prue article. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, the door is always open. She's a, the questions that I would have for her if she were to come on are very simple. Number one, the, the biggest question is, are you running again? Is, are you, is your political career, I don't want to call it career, but is, are you planning to run again for mayor or for another office? Um, Are you planning to run candidates for other offices? Um, And she got more partisan in this article than she did when she was running for mayor. She specifically used the word Democrats. Um, She did everything. she Oh, did she spell her name wrong? (laughs) Well, she broke that Well, that breaks the uh, P.T. Barnum rule, right? About Way to spelling. go, Prue Bidler. <laughs> I don't care what you say about me, but that's <laughs> spelled my name right. She didn't even do that. But uh, no, 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 look, again, number one, this is America. So everyone's entitled to an opinion and she yeah. has a right to use to put it out there. But, you know, it, it, when you say um, there's these fake news sources out there and, and mischaracterizing it, but then you won't when that source says, "Come on, let's talk it out in an unedited way." I don't know. I What's
0: mean, why do they do that? Because that's it's not just the because. Eastern. There were,
1: conservatives do the same the same shtick. If you turn on Tucker Carlson yeah. or any of those,
0: that's uh, why people uh, don't watch that stuff anymore. You know, Mark
1: Levin, all those crazy right wing uh, uh, guys. You know, I, I I always say as the moderate Republican. Uh, I'll use that Margaret Thatcher quote that I use all the time. People yeah, you get hit, in hit both middle. ways. All yeah. right, look. So
2: I, I don't, yeah.
1: see she, it's a free country. So we're going to say what we want to say. Yeah, she's going to say, and her supporters are going to say what they want to say, until there's a place where we can say it together and and, and discuss it out. People are going to have to make judgments for themselves, but the biggest judgment of all. The ultimate poll, Pete, is the is the one taken on election day, and the one taken on election day this past April in Lake Forest was overwhelmingly uh, a, against her and for Randy Tack. And you know, we, we talk about that city council meeting uh, this past week. I I I really think Randy really shined at that meeting.
3: Is furthermore, um, I'm not so sure personally that we should not allow these scooters on the bike path because it is theoretically a confined area That allows kids to get into the central business district within reasonable proximity of their businesses I realize asking them to walk two blocks might be a bit much, but you know some might do it where Bicycles and perhaps these sorts of vehicles ought to be considered having some degree of precedence Not that I think people shouldn't be able to walk there, but I think if you walk on a bike path, it's like walking in a road. Uh, You you have to have some extra consideration. Um, The other thing I just like everybody to know, and this is is, I mean, this isn't something that we just came upon in the past two weeks. I mean, literally from the day that I arrived, I began bothering Jason about this issue, and. We agreed that we had to start with efforts at education and signage, which we did, um, you know. And I think that what's happened over the course of the summer is that we just realized that those tools by themselves are are truly insufficient for this. And what's the consequence of doing nothing? Um, If you take a 70-year-old who gets hit by a scooter or a bicycle on a sidewalk, who sustains an injury, common injuries, let's say a hip fracture, the one-year mortality from that injury is 20%. The statistical risk of an elderly person being defined as virtually everybody older than me, um, in, of who's independent, having that type of injury and losing their independence is also quite high. So the the cost of doing nothing to a large percentage of our citizens, and what's our average age in Lake Forest? I believe it used to be 64. I think we're down to 62. (laughs) Um, But my point is simply this, that we spend a lot of time being concerned about the safety of children, as we should be but this has to go the other direction as well. And we need to be con- concerned about the safety of our older citizenry as well. And so I think that's really the necessity of all of this.
1: And, uh, we could talk about that meeting, uh, either now or later yeah, on yeah, the show, yeah. but, well,
3: well, but what, I'm what, just what, saying, what, I, I think the, saying. the
1: people got it right. I really do. And that's not just cause I'm a, a, a conservative leaning person and she's not. Um, but I, I really think the more we watch him in office, the
0: more we say, um, It's a no-brainer. Forrest made the right call. And
1: and one of the questions I would love to ask, Drew, is if you had won, what would you be doing differently now than what uh, Randy Tack has been doing? I think that would be a great question to hear her take on.
0: Am I right or wrong saying that the three of those ladies are in cahoots? They're all part of the democratic, senatorial, slow-things-down (laughs) liberal express you know i
1: don't want to give them more credit than they deserve locally
0: they are susan
1: susan garrett is a retired state senator yeah julie morrison took her place it's i have heard from a couple of sources that when julie's uh current term ends, she will not be running again that's that's what i've heard um so who will see I how turn they to fill that seat
0: should i turn democrat and run for senator
1: <laughs> you know that district goes all the way down to uh it includes all of highland park it goes all the way to northbrook um it is uh it would be very difficult barrett Davy, who lives here in lake forest ran once uh against her and i thought ran a, a, i mean he ran a very moderate campaign, well-funded campaign, had yard signs in a lot of places here in Lake Forest, and he still got clobbered. Part of that was the national headwinds when he ran in 2018. No, I get it,
0: but I'm talking about Julie Morrison locally, where yeah. we got this homeless issue that we got two problems. Okay. We have the the lawmaker that voted to make it harder to deal with the homeless. And number two, you have a, I don't want to a woke bank. Is that a fair statement of Bank of America? <laughs> you have a woke bank yeah. that, that is letting the people sleep on their property.
1: I actually know a financial, I won't say his name, but there's a financial advisor who lives here in town that left uh, the firm. He was with uh, Merrill Lynch, which is, which got bought out by Bank of America. And there were a number of factors, but one of it, which was he couldn't stand the, uh, Political stands that Bank yeah. of America was taking. Well, they're out and of San so he brand, went with right? a different firm.
0: They're out um, of San Fran. They, they're used to homeless in in their town. Yeah, how many people go to into a bank anymore? They might as well turn it into a hotel. Maybe that's what they're doing. <laughs> it's a marketing
1: strategy. I, you know, that's true. The, the future of bank branches is something that uh, is on everyone's thinking about because you're right. My kids have never, I don't, other than the safe deposit box, I don't know if we've ever, they've ever had the set foot in the bank. Um, and even that's becoming obsolete. People are have, having other have ways. Have you seen storms. Julie
0: Morrison or Prue or any, oh, Prue did met, make a mention to my article regarding the homeless because she didn't yeah. like that certain streets we should invite the homeless to uh, hang out on. Is that did she
1: say that? I'd love to hear her take. If, if if that's what it is, I would love to hear if if she wanted to be mayor and and maybe she still wants to be mayor. Um, I think it's a good question to ask. Uh, what would what what do you feel about those issues? And until she uh, addresses them, um, you know, we don't know where she stands on. But I think it's a fair question that voters would want to know. And, and most importantly, how do we address these issues, Senator Morrison? Um, Bob Morgan, who's the state representative uh, that that represents Lake Forest, um, how do you feel about this legislation ten years into it? Would you maybe reconsider it or 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 want to change it? Uh, because this is it's not just a problem for for Lake Forest. There's a lot of communities that are in the same yeah. boat that's saying, "Hey, we're our hands are tied what? here, what? and we want to." And it, and it's not being cruel. They, they, every time you bring this up or other people bring this up, they the other side twists it and says, You don't care about these people. You're, you know, yeah, you, let's, you, uh, let's go
0: to our posts on our Lake Forest, Lake Bluff news page. We've had people uh, kind of say, Well, what, how can you say that about that poor man? How can you do this? I work for PADS and PADS. And I'm like, Why are you taking the yeah, PADS? came
1: it, And there, the PADS came on on one of your posts. And, you know, I don't live on the internet and, and I get into the, the, the internet is the devil's workshop.
2: <laughs> yeah, um, but there's a there's a lot Go. of chatter, and I don't you're Stepping on me, you're, you're hey, stepping, I love you, man. I love it. But my point,
1: on. Pads came in there and said, "Hey, if you see someone that has a problem and needs needs our caseworkers to identify it, they gave the kind of info. So I'll take that at face value. That hey, if if we if you see someone, um, but you know, I I think, and again, I. Don't, I'd love to have somebody else uh, clarify this. If a person says no, I'm not interested in your help, and unless they can be deemed a a very serious uh, threat, um even pads or the police or whoever can't do anything. Bank and, of I mean, America
0: is, but, is is their it's their own property, right? So why doesn't that Christian guy come over and just set up his tent on their parking lot?
1: You know, you've you've actually spoken with them, right? So
0: I I
1: spoke. I've seen them walking.
0: You know, if you walk, in fact, the city council
1: meeting on Monday night. um, I'm getting out of my car. Two things I see when I'm getting out. I parked on Deer Path on the street, and I see first I see two kids speeding by on scooters. (laughs) on the sidewalk and I like little do you know there's a meeting inside that building to deal with you guys Uh, but then number two I see his name's Christian I believe he's walking but he he was he wasn't doing anything weird he was just walking like a normal person if I hadn't recognized the face I wouldn't have thought twice and he nodded to me and I nodded I just said how you doing and that was it it was very polite courteous so I don't I don't think at least I don't have enough information to say I don't think Christian is a threat, physical threat. I don't think he's going to hurt anyone
0: other than um, take a golf cart and ran. Well, that's, a yeah, cart. that was, I mean, yeah, that's Dorfman. True. You didn't do your homework. You didn't check with Uncle Pete. <laughs> well, no, we got trying 28 to con-
1: communities to cover. You're not. No, I'm our... trying to
0: connect the dots with Julie Morrison, yeah. Garrett, and Beidler that they put these laws into effect. 10 years ago not thinking about the consequences that are about to arise like right now and it's happening right now and then you have people that complain hey you should do something yet they're not doing something themselves especially the pads people where my experience is yeah we'd love to come on we'd love to come on we'd love to come on crickets and then you do get somebody from them to come on and they're wasting time with facebook chatter when they could be going out there and helping, you know, these people. So that's all that I'm saying. It's to me, that seems to be like the liberal, like I don't want to say judgment or uh, what do you call that when you wear a mask? What's that uh, term that they use? Uh, Um, Virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Yeah. It's all this signaling that, you know, their way of being is, my way is the higher or superior way everyone else is below me yet i don't do anything about it myself could you word that in a better way Joe? Right,
1: you worded it pretty well you're right there pete i it, yeah and like we said earlier the conservative side does the same thing turn on fox news yeah or, yeah, yeah, or yeah yeah yeah. but it's Tucker on whatever x he's on now or anything does.
0: And and I think that's why those, you know, the 5% on either side, there's 90%. That's why I say I'm 90% right, that in the middle, people want to hear what is actually going on. And that's what we're trying to do. And everybody knows what our, if if we're sitting on a fence, they're going to know which way we're going to blow over. It's a one mile an hour wind, but just pointing it out to be fair, that these things that are going on, Julie Morrison voted for this thing. Did Julie Morrison go out there and talk to these homeless guys? gals they say they don't want to i'm gonna
1: i'm gonna bet no
0: yeah no she can come on here
1: and tell me i was wrong and i'll accept that maybe she has done something but my my guess is no
0: okay so uh you have bank of america that hasn't responded to anything
1: now but look i mean you we talked about this last week you go, you went into the jewel and you befriended or or I, maybe befriended is not the best word but you you obviously established some relationship with the, the store manager there which jewel is basically a big company Food store manager
0: and, is a different animal than a i bank get it manager. but there's a branch
1: manager at this you might bank as well be a
0: politician to be a bank manager you know, I, my
1: my uh, wife worked at a bank many years ago when she was young, and you know, yeah. it's, it, that's not an easy job. There's, There are usually young people working in those banks. Actually, and, it is um, now because
0: nobody goes in a bank anymore.
1: That's, well, yeah, that's why there's less of them, but um, hey, they hey, Prue, don't care. Hey, Julie, no, bank at the local bank.
0: Hey, a, Susan, why don't you go out there and talk to Christian? Why don't you go out there and talk to... Uh, Maybe they
1: have. Tell us what the... Come on our show and tell us what it was all you know about.
0: What? Of course they didn't. They're not going to get their hands dirty on this stuff. They're going to do this signaling stuff and then disappear, and then five months later, come up with a post: "Hey, your sources are wrong." Whatever. All right. So we had a city council meeting, Joe. Uh, I thought it was pretty. Cu- I, I, everybody wants to fix this thing, and it was interesting. Uh, our guy Page, what was his name? Page. P. A. G. E. Yeah. Jeff Page. Yeah, he was on the He's corner- your guy.
4: Okay, I'm Jeff Page, I'm at 207 Washington Road in Lake Forest. And um, I know you've covered a lot of things and certainly the police chief is aware of a lot of this, but I think I would just go over this and I can email the comments I will make to anyone who wants it. So I've lived within a mile of Market Square for 30 years and Saturday, September 2nd, I was coming out of Ferentino's and was almost hit by two girls riding on bikes on the sidewalk. They showed no remorse and they just kept on going. So obviously it wasn't a big issue for them I was upset. So I went to Facebook Lake Forest Lake Bluff neighbors uh, Page and posted to see if anyone else had similar experiences Within two days. We had almost 200 comments Another woman also made posts there in the city of Lake Forest for a total of total of 350 comments Many said they wanted an ordinance and enforcement of not allowing scooters and bikes on sidewalks downtown. Some people didn't believe it was an issue, so I went to monitor it. Saturday, September 2nd, I went to Market Square at 2.30, and I saw 20 people riding scooters and bikes on the sidewalks. Saturday, September 9th, I went to Market Square at 2, and in 30 minutes I saw another 20 people riding on the sidewalks. Thursday September 14th I went to the corner at Walgreens Deerpath and uh, Western from 3:30 to 4 Deerpath Middle School gets out at 3:35 obviously this is the busiest intersection in Lake Forest I saw 35 people riding scooters and bikes on the sidewalk in 30 minutes I must admit I took videos of those people on the sidewalks and some people were upset I took videos because many people didn't believe me or thought it wasn't a big issue. I stopped doing it and never posted on Facebook. Friday, just as last Friday, September 15th, I went to the corner of Deer Path and Western Avenue from 3.30 to 4.30. I saw 123 people on scooters and bikes at that intersection in one hour. 123 in one hour? That brings the total to 195 people I've seen on this, with scooters or bikes on the sidewalks around Market Square to Walgreens. 195 within three and a half hours in four days. Three weekdays and one Saturday. Friday, there was an accident near Market Square. A woman who told me about it didn't see the accident, but was there shortly afterwards. Apparently a girl was hit and didn't have a helmet on. The woman described the friends and the driver as horrified. In the 60s and 80s, when I grew up here in the 60s and 70s, there were rules not to ride bikes on sidewalks that were strictly enforced. I would never imagine riding my bikes downtown. I proposed an ordinance for not riding bikes and scooters on sidewalks on Western Avenue, from either Fresh Market, I mean, I can understand Woodland, but there's a little bit more uh, space there from Woodland to Fresh Market, to Walgreens, ideally, as the police chief said, all the way to Illinois, because I saw a lot of people going down uh, from uh, Deerpath to Illinois, going downhill, going very fast, and obviously you got Dunkin' Donuts and a, a lot of businesses there. Um, and then from uh, Western Avenue, to on Deer Path from Western Avenue to Oakwood, and including Market Square. You've already covered this. I proposed um, a warning and then tickets for violations. Mr. Payton, and um, excuse
3: me. Pardon? Can I interrupt you for a second? Yes. We actually have an ordinance in front of us that outlines an area where we are talking about restricting this. It sounds great. So, you know, if, can you, Please finish
4: up with your comments. Either. Yeah, I'm almost done. I propose replacing the five existing signs currently saying walk Bikes" with larger signs saying walk bikes and scooters and include the ordinance number. And to add uh, signs at Oakwood, at, at Oakwood, uh, at, oh, I'm sorry, at Oakwood, at Woodland, and at Illinois that are bigger than the current ones. And, um, and particularly, uh, you know, monitoring particularly around Market Square and the intersection of Western and Deer Path. And if it's necessary, I could understand, I could provide the videos I took to police through the city council. And you can go to these Facebook pages. One is of, uh Lake Forest, Lake Bluff neighbors. And then we also posted on the city of Lake Forest. Thank you. Yeah,
0: he's, <laughs> you know, we talked, we talked for a bit and uh, passionate guy, passionate guy. He's he definitely belongs in Lake Force because he's one of those people that uh, always knows he's right, and uh, he was on the corner there videoing and he counted up over a hundred, uh, uh, so I, I just, a couple hundred I want to say, uh, three fifteen yeah. or something, uh, scooters coming out and he talked. Then he went on the the city council meeting and he talked about it and. Basically he had nothing much to say because they pretty much agreed with him that, yeah, we got to, you know, correct this thing. And then you had the mom come up saying.
3: Name and address, please.
5: Hello, my name is Katie Manley and I live at 837 Valley road. And I'm here today just as a concerned mom. Um, I have a daughter who rides a scooter. Um, I'm with my daughter, her friends on a regular basis. There is a. A real divide in the community, obviously, between the riders and the non-riders. The children I know are not getting on their scooter in the morning, saying, "I want to speed around and hurt someone." They need education, but the community as a whole needs education because there's a backlash now. We have individuals filming our children, multiple days, um, and posting about it. There are many. Ed-
4: I never posted.
5: You posted your comments about it. We can discuss that later. I'll just that. Please don't interrupt me, please, please. I That's I we can discuss this. The, the I am just here asking for communication improvement on both sides. The children need to be educated. They're all in school right now at Deerpath, the elementary schools. What are we waiting for? Have someone in there tomorrow. The kids don't want to hurt people. They do not truly want any harm to anyone. But the children are now receiving comments from all sorts of people, even if they are walking their scooter. So it's just gotten out of hand on both ends. Parents are very concerned for everyone in the community, but the education needs to start tomorrow because this is getting out of hand, and it's... It's just needs to be addressed sooner than later. And as a parent, I will do anything to help with education. I will help anyone that wants to get something going sooner than later. This, all these rules are great and they're needed, but we still have days before all of that is approved and all citizens, including our children, need to feel safe. In our town, and right now they are not feeling safe because of certain comments and activities going on. So I just, from a mother standpoint, I understand both sides, and really, it's just communication that is needed, and it would help tremendously. So, thank you. Thank you. It, but
1: uh, it was funny; was they kind of went at it in the meeting, and you saw he interrupted her and stuff
5: because there's a backlash now we have individuals filming our children multiple days um, and posting about it there are many ad-
4: i never posted
5: you posted your comments about it we can discuss that later I'll just make a- please don't interrupt me please please I
2: don't like good,
5: we can discuss this on and- on the, the- after yeah, the hate, meeting's I hate over. people
0: do that <laughs>
1: <laughs> after after the That's meeting me. was over, um, they were talking for a while. That's why I like to go to the meetings in person as opposed to just watch the video at home because um, you get a better feel of the atmosphere. But uh, what she, atmosphere they were they, they were talking for a while, and I was I was ta- I happened to be talking to someone else. I said, "Look, they're talking. I hope this doesn't." And, and Chief Waldorf is is still in the room, and then we joked. We said, "Well, the chief's there to break it up if it gets out of hand." <laughs> At the end of the day, I think they both supported what the council passed. Her point was you need to have more education about this. And we don't need to demonize these kids that people were really that the reverse was happening. And I agree. These are, these are what? 12, 14 year old kids doing this. Um, They're not killing people.
0: They're not. uh, Let me know when you're done. All right. (laughs)
1: So I, yeah, education's a big part of it, and and Jason, Jason Wikipedia, as you call, um, Jason said they're working with the schools to develop um, uh, things, and it's really the it's really the grade school and the junior high school, the middle school, excuse me. Hey parents, um, because...
0: watch your effing kids! Don't put it on the yes. police schools. Watch your damn kids. That's true, and I,
1: I think Chief, I think any uh, off-duty police officer would tell you the same thing. Um, but at the same time, there's a public safety issue. Watch your kids when, when your kids get their driver's license. Watch how they operate the car, too, right? I mean, kids, these kids, when they get become 16, 17 years old, they 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 get their license and they're speeding and, and hey, doing hey all Joe, sorts of crazy stuff in the car. Can you
0: drive too. a motorcycle down the sidewalk? No. Nope. What's the difference between a motorcycle and an electric bike or an nope. electric scooter? Well, obviously,
1: the city council feels the same way. They they unanimously passed this um, ordinance that prohibits uh, the motorized scooters from being on the chapter sidewalk. Chapter
0: 79, the ordinance, I think Chapter 75 dealt with the bikes, and then 79 is dealing with this, I believe. Oh, I got you. Okay.
1: So, yeah, I, I think the council did the right thing. And like I said earlier, I think the speech of the night was Mayor Tack. Uh, he speaks with authority on this, being an orthopedic surgeon. Um, he brought out some very good data about the impact that uh, a crash would have on an older person. Um, yeah, and, break the hip. What, what are yeah, the numbers I mean, on that,
0: Joe? You break a hip, you're 70. What's the mortality rate?
1: My wife's grandfather uh, fell uh, uh, many years ago and uh, because of a, a neighbor's dog running at him and... It was basically a death sentence for him, and the rest of his life was uh, was very miserable, and probably shortened his life. So, uh, it, it's it's a very serious thing, and it's going to take. It takes a village, or in this case, a city. It takes it takes parents. Parents, parents. yes, it does take parents. It takes education. Uh, we talk about we, you go through all this driver's ed stuff. There needs to be some education. I remember back in the day. When I was going to school, the police officers would come to the school and tell us how to ride our bikes safely. So um, I, I, I think they're working on that. Uh, I really I thought Chief Waldorf did a very nice job. It, it was very um, uh, fair and, and he obviously spent a lot of time on this. And he was going it's through time, his head. time, but they don't have the bandwidth to do this completely. And he that was his words. We don't have the bandwidth. Get the bandwidth. Um, and as we learned this week later on, we'll talk about this. These break-ins on Green Bay Road are far more serious than these kids riding the scooter.
0: Not yet. Look, you got mm-hmm. uh okay, You're, you 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 I'm more concerned about people
1: breaking into people's houses than I am about kids riding a scooter downtown.
0: Well, right. when a kid has their brains all over the trail road, yeah, fair oh, enough. No, and
1: there, they said there was an accident yeah I Market Square last week. I don't know the details of that. I don't know if you got it or um...
0: well, maybe some of our uh loyal viewers and listeners will will send it in but it's it's gonna take they are going very fast with no helmet, and I'm in the brain business as my uh you know where I actually make some money and life is all about feedback, okay? If you don't get the feedback that you know when you touch a hot stove once you don't do it again. Until you get that wipeout and you get laid out, you don't have the feedback. If the parents don't give the feedback to their kids, put on a damn helmet, keep that off of the sidewalk. Oh, you have no other way to get to school. If you got enough money to buy an electric scooter, you got a way. It's called the school bus stuff. But I thought
1: overall, the council meeting, that was democracy in action. That's local government, local democracy did what it was supposed to do. People came up, they gave their opinions, we heard from the police chief, we heard from a citizen legislator, Mayor Tack, he's not really a legislator, but this is why we have private citizens holding these positions, because Dr. Tack brings his his expertise to the field um, on this, and at the end of the day, the council did the right thing. So it was unanimous. Yes. so I think the let's see how this plays out. Uh, it's gonna die down now that we're getting into the fall. Obviously kids aren't are gonna be riding this less with the weather changing. Uh, let's see how it goes. but look we we've had traffic laws for as long as we've had traffic and we still have car accidents every day. So let's see how it goes. hopefully this brings this brings it down um, and people, particularly the older people feel, safer walking in in downtown lake forest
0: you cannot have a motorized vehicle on the sidewalk no period that's the law that's the law okay so what is a motorized vehicle so randy you got your mayor and, you, and it's uh i'm glad you're there but it's so hard to get content because the meetings are so short If it was like a year ago that would have been like a four-hour meeting with uh What's her face? Uh, Prue's buddy, Melanie,
1: Melanie Rummel,
0: Melanie, and uh, that other dude, the uh, the blue blocker Ray, uh, Bushman, Bushman. Yeah, those guys they would take a they would stretch out a meeting, miss them horribly. Maybe we'll see Melanie because Prue's not gonna run again. They're probably gonna they're scheming behind the scenes probably to throw Melanie in there. Let's well see. we're gonna
1: find out in a few months when people file for city council what, what's up, yeah. right? There's there's four seats up on the on the council uh, coming up in the uh March election. And the filing for that is coming up. I don't know the exact dates, um, but the 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 seat that uh, Joe Waldeck took yeah. is gonna be up uh as well as three others and uh, Forgive me, uh, Freshlax is going to be up. He's term limited. Yeah. Uh, Forgive me, I don't know the others off the top of my head. But, um, you know, let's see what what? happens.
0: Maybe Joe Aridi will come on and clue us in because I do believe in my notes here. They have an open call for the caucus. If you don't like what's going on, you can go. Let me see here. Horton Center, Tuesday, September 26th. I guess that was a week. Right around the corner. 7 to 8 p.m. You can go in there and you can uh, be part of the problem or be part of the solution or both. Uh, I'm not allowed in there yet. But if you want to go in and uh, look, if you're brand new to this city, go to the newcomers club. Okay.
2: Great, great, Great club. I'm part of it
1: yeah we had a great bears uh the we had a great party at josh fox's house in lake bluff about the bears and josh so figured out i'm on the podcast <laughs> so uh good dude yeah uh,
2: then, i think i predict one
1: day he will be mayor of lake bluff because he, everybody in town there knows him. oh absolutely
0: great so guy. you have the newcomer club and then you have what athena what's the next level up Whatever, whatever it is, you graduate. Oh, uh, Encore? Encore, yeah. We're working on, but you know,
1: Encore will let newcomers in, Exhibit A. Of course, Debbie they pay, Debbie.
0: it's a national <laughs> pay
2: up. Debbie is like
1: risen up in Encore and we're trying to get a couple of the ladies in charge of Encore to come on the podcast one week and talk about things, but it's a, yeah. nice, they're a nice, they're a social club. That's what they are. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's fun. It's it's fun. We've met a lot of great people. There's a, when we go to the Encore stuff, there's a lot of people that come over to me and watch the podcast.
0: My point bringing them up is if you're a newcomer, go to the newcomers club. And then after a year, you go to this, what's it calling in? i'm when you okay.
1: when you want more there's with okay. those tv ads or and, and i made a
0: suggestion there? to them those people it's a guy and a girl i forget uh they, i kind of got a bad taste in my mouth from them when randy was uh coming up for mayor um they could, they're not political uh <clears throat> there's a difference between political and some of their members, members. may be
1: no, the, the, but, the group, the organization is not organization is a social club. They don't have Right. Anything.
0: So the caucus is not political, right? The caucus's
1: function is to run city, the yeah. city of Lake Forest. There which should is be inherently a political. Between, it's not yeah. partisan, yeah, but it is political. And
0: of course. But my, my my point is that the newcomers, the encore, and the caucus, I think that would help as a feeder system to get more opportunities for the caucus to pick from because right now you're relying on. 43 people that are maybe halfway active in this so really you got 23 people if you can get something going with uh that newcomer and in, in encore i think you get a better uh, slew of candidates coming in i
1: think they do in, in fairness though pete i think the caucus does allow a lot of new people joe reedy has lived in lake forest less than 10 years and he's now i believe the vice president of the caucus, and if you go back in time, uh, Mayor Pandalean, former Mayor Pandaleon, uh moved here in, I think he said 1989, and he was active in city government very quickly after that. Why, uh, so I, I, think, why, I think, why do you want
0: somebody that knows nothing about the town to be able to vote on what's happening in your town? They've lived two months. Why would you want well you to- could say that
1: about me? I mean, I came in here less than a year, and here I am appearing on this podcast, and I'm denouncing uh the candidacy of Prue byler And and on social media, one of one of her supporters said, You haven't lived here long enough, you don't understand this town. Basically, go shut up and uh let us uh people uh decide it's that. Con- so they I, call it a conflict of
0: the old guard, conflict of interest. But my point is you have a, a knowledge set of stuff that doesn't exist on the show in a time where it was needed on the political side of things. Okay. That's why you're here and you're growing yourself into it. My, my point is with that encore newcomers club, that could be an inflow of people to the caucus. And I got pushback back when I suggested that they should do something like that, specifically with mayor, Randy tack, who was put up with from the caucus. So if the caucus isn't political it's a system that's in place. You should have this marketing team called the Newcomers Club or whatever. They should be able to do an informational for Joe Areedy and build up a bench for the caucus. That's it. That's that's what I have. And they say, Well, we're not political. I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, safety act, September 18th. And then what do we get the next day? We well, get the- a series
1: of uh break-ins. I I've got I I happen to get a few uh Bits of inside information, because I uh, won't get into all the details, going to respect the privacy of the people uh, whose homes got uh, broken into, but um, a, a text message found its way to me from uh, my wife of, uh, of that. was here, here the I picture. The- yeah, I, I, it came over while we are on the show, and I haven't uh, – I got to see – uh what the details are but this is pretty scary stuff i mean thankful again lake forest police they did their job and they did it extremely well as they always do their four um, people
0: are a number one everything with the
1: lake forest police is a number one um we're very blessed to have them uh here but uh the the, the big question is going to be and uh you know i don't let me see if i can pull this up and of course i don't have my reading glasses um well, here's
0: the here's the approved charges just based on the initial uh uh what do you call this alleged information this guy's from uh he's not from around here let's see criminal damage to property that's a class four felony attempted residential burglary that's a class two felony residential burglary class one felony burglary burglary to motor vehicle class three felony Theft, that's a class A misdemeanor. Criminal trespass is a class A misdemeanor. Criminal damage to property, that's a class A misdemeanor. Uh, looks like he's going to be held in Lake County Jail. And the tw- today, Wednesday, is his first appearance in court. So you're, uh, uh, what do you say? You're innocent till proven guilty? Yeah. Okay. We don't have Rick.
1: Rick's the attorney. Unfortunately, he's not with us today, but, um, my question is going to be and tell me if it's already in there does the guy have any priors
0: uh it doesn't say right now it's like it's still this is a news release where's so he from what what's, does it say what wadsworth. city he's from wadsworth all right so and it's just wadsworth? one guy
1: it's only one guy
0: just one guy that i got on here
1: so i mean let's see how it plays out let's follow this case um the bigger point is the safety act. There's a, there's a toxic combination here of this, this safety act and a state's attorney, Eric Reinhart, who um, has, is more interested in the rights of criminals than he is in the rights of victims.
0: Well, what I think Joe is the toxic combination. The people that live over there, some of our buddies, uh, live that on that side of town buddies we talked about earlier in the show who don't want homeless people hanging out by them <laughs> they're gonna find out that they are closer to the uh, highway and they're gonna have a lot more visitors than we are on the east side we may have this homeless guy from the train but uh these guys are going to get the the uh this is what on green bay
1: yeah So. Oh.
0: Just saying. Yeah,
1: I mean these are those are nice houses, and obviously, but you? Oh, I'm know, sorry, it's not by you. No, I'm not by Green Bay. I'm further I'm west. Not, I'm out. I'm out in the country. I'm in the. You even go too.
0: farther west. Well, the, well be... these people that live over there that voted for all this stuff that are on the Democratic side of well, things. the House.
1: Yeah. I, I Without getting into all the details, I I don't think the the house that got broken into voted for. <laughs>
0: I, I I I don't know if they did or they didn't.
1: I I'm pretty sure they did not.
0: That's all <laughs> well, I'm going to say. <laughs> all right, we'll leave it there. The FOIA people at the police, thank you. What we try to do is great job, great, and great
1: job apprehending this guy. He obviously, the, the initial report I read was he fl- tried to flee, um, and put now with our guys, Lake, Lake Forest cops, they do their job. Let's watch if Eric Reinhardt does his job because I don't think he will. Um, he can prove me wrong. And what they're trying to do, here's a little trick. Watch this. P
0: R U E, Prove me wrong. Well,
1: <laughs> but here's a little trick these, these states attorneys are going to do, the, these two states attorneys. Kim two out Fox, of Kim Fox and, and Eric Reinhardt are, what they're going to do is they're going to pick and choose and they're going to find a couple that stay in jail, don't get bailed out or don't get released. Um, and they're going to say, here, look, the Safety Act works. We're keeping this person in jail. He didn't bail himself out. But as our, our guest last week said, a retired cop, um, the system is going to overwhelm. And you're, you're going to have a system that can't. It's easy to say on paper, "We're if we determine them to not be safe, we won't let them out. But there are hundreds, thousands of these crimes being committed. And it's very difficult for the judges to, to go They're through this, that's why it. they had this. I, I get the concerns, people. I'd love again. I'd love to have a Safety Act supporter come on this show and give them their side. But what I, I I always try to read the other side and see what their take is. The big thing they have, one of the big things you hear about with the Safety Act, um, is in this cashless bail, um, it, no cash bail, is the beforehand with bail if you were rich. You got out of jail, but if you were poor, you had to stay in jail. That's one of the big arguments they make. Um, yeah. Lesser can tell you that that's uh, that's kind of hogwash. That there's so many ways to get out on bail that um, that that's not necessarily true. But I, I get it. That are there two sets of rules for people because of their income? Uh, they bring up Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, he got arrested in Wisconsin, but. You know, he became a cause of the conservative side, and so they raised money for him, and he was out in no time. Now, ultimately, Kyle was proven was found not guilty. Um, but
0: yeah, it was getting bigger, his head bashed in.
1: Bigger, bigger point in this is: is there? I'd like to hear. I, I, I I'd like to hear from Eric Reinhardt or uh, okay, coming on uh, Let's Julie, up. Morrison, who, Julie Morrison. Julie Morrison and Bob Morgan voted for the Safety Act. Tell
2: us why. I think Give us new, your side.
0: I think the new age Democrats are like um, uh, Holly Kim, Anthony Vega, you know, tran- I hate to use the term transparent, uh, but I think these old, these uh, career politicians are going to go by the wayside and these newcomers are going to come in. And I'm going to think, I think you're going to see more people doing what Severino did is hop over on a democratic side of things. and <laughs> I don't want to
1: talk about him anymore. If he wins the Democratic primary, he can come back on the show. How's
0: that? Well, you wouldn't allow him on the show anyways. He'd come See? on, but we had him on. Uh, I, and we're going to have Jim
1: Karras. Jim Karras is going to um, Jim is gonna come on the show working out the logistics of that. He's got a fundraiser coming up next week at Austin's. In, I, I uh, think in people are Hill. tired of these games. He's raising a lot of money, Jim Karras, by the way. So tough race, but... Um, He's doing the things that um, Mr. Severino couldn't do, and that was raise substantial funds uh, to yeah. actually run a competitive race. Now it's an uphill battle against Brad Schneider because yeah. Brad is, I think, I think, a moderate. Yeah, let's where hold is Brad, Brad... Schneider? Who said well, he's let's reach out. On. Let's reach out. He said it at a parade. Now let's reach out to his office and follow up That's on what it, those right?
0: people do. He's a career politician, and I think people are sick of that stuff. Look, right now he's uh, – He's like cottage cheese, warm milk. You know, he's not stepping in any <laughs> poo. You know, that's great. Okay, but eventually somebody's going to want somebody to do something, and I, I, I think that stuff is going to go away. And maybe there's somebody like you or me out there that go on a Democrat side. That hey, I'm a Democrat. Vote for me. I, you I know these lines of Republican and Democrat. I think that's I think that's over I think it's gonna people are going to start to get down to the issues it doesn't matter how much this guy's going to raise well people
1: used to split their tickets um I'll give you a very good example right here in 2008 not that long ago Barack Obama wins the presidency and does extremely well here on the North Shore that same day, Mark Kirk, Republican Mark Kirk, gets reelected. Not it was kind of close against Dan Seals, but he got there were tons of people who voted, who split their ticket and said, you know what? I, I want Obama to be the president, but I want this Republican, albeit a moderate Republican. But um, I want I want to I want bipartisanship um, and Severino and those guys can say Mark Kirk was a Democrat, but unlike Brad Schneider or Barack Obama, Mark Kirk voted against every single tax increase, and Mark Kirk voted against Obamacare uh, in Congress. So uh, there, on the fiscal issues, there was there was a separation, and I think that's where the voter lies in this area. Whether it's Lake Forest or the North Shore, um, it's that fiscally conservative, socially moderate um uh voter and i think that that's why that's not um, an idiot right they they, they, they don't care uh they, they care about they don't want their taxes going up they don't want crime on their streets and i think they want we're seeing more and more they want a choice uh in education they want uh, a school choice because they feel that there's a lot of um uh, because of the lack of competition and the lack of uh, you see all these rich people sending their kids to private school including, and, and teachers union members sending their kids to private school, uh, but and middle class kids can't do the same thing because they can't afford it. I, I, have, I, you know, I pay property taxes. I can't afford tuition to a private school and property taxes. And I think a lot of people so I think there needs to be a school choice. So I hate to use the word voucher because it's been demonized, but uh look what look what governor Jeb Bush did in yep. Florida on that.
0: Well, getting back to schools and, and the FOIA's, if uh the the Lake Forest police FOIA people, the city of Lake Forest FOIA people, they should teach Jennifer Hermes a, a thing or two about how to run a FOIA. That's is that the service yeah yeah because she may just be doing her she and, may just
1: be carrying out orders from her bosses i don't know
0: well i, I gotta give credit to the uh, i hate uh, to pick on
1: individual staff i really do well, because well, a care. lot of time I, having been a staff member i sometimes have to do something i don't want to no, do but i can't tell you that
0: no look the information belongs to us as a tax yeah person. no i agree i agree so, i think uh so the school to district- delay it with these tactics that they're doing at the high school Really makes me think, why would you do that? Case in question, Joe, Joe, here's here's where I'm coming from. What they do is, again, they'll say, they'll ask for a time extension because it's too voluminous. How do you say that word? Voluminous? Voluminous. That's called screwing you over on time. They'll do that and they'll come back and say, you know what? There's too many records. What they could do, Joe they could offer like the police department has and the city of Lake Forest has. They could say, hey, you know what? There's a lot of records here. Could we narrow it down to this so it's better manageable? These people, Hermes, is that uh, like a scarf, Hermes? Hermes is in front of their Google machine that types in the request, whether it's a Boolean search, whatever it is, based on what you asked for. And it comes back, too many records okay why don't you just say you know what here's a month's worth of what you're looking for and then come back in a week and ask for more they could do that but they they don't they delay this i have questions going back to june joe for melissa oakley and and the school walker and the matt montgomery situation well they did give
1: you the emails that showed that uh uh, mr karis not not Jim Caras the guy running for congress he spelled his name is spelled differently but yeah. the, the husband of former alderman uh Caras who uh I hope she found her cell phone yeah uh, <laughs> the uh um when it was deposition uh the uh you lost get you get you
0: get three to... records back but they say that's two, how do you say that word voluminous Man. But whatever. we have
1: that email. We got that email where he says, uh, how can this guy be the voice of Lake Forest High School yeah. and say so, all this stuff? And then the trail goes silent, right? I mean, whatever.
0: I mean, uh, what it, it shouldn't be, the onus shouldn't be on the person asking the in We don't know how many records are there. It should be, this is the parameter we're looking for. Give us what you can give back. And then once we get it, fine. Wait a week and ask for more. I understand that but to say no, and it's not just me, okay? I got a stack full of other people that I think if we're smart, we combine our resources because it, I don't know how else you do it when you have, I want to call them bad actors, Joe. Maybe they're acting within the spirit, or not even the spirit, but within the guidelines or whatever it's written out. But we own that information. And if I ask for it in a way that you can't deliver it, then you should play customer service agent and put it into a format that I can get information back right away. Totally agree.
1: I, I think one it's interesting though, because again, I'm a big proponent of school choice. One of the pe- things that people who are against school choice say is if you do that and you have all these private organizations educating kids, that you lose the public scrutiny, that you lose the freedom of information. If 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 your kid's going to a private school and all the kids are going to private schools instead of public schools, the public won't see what's going on. Well, <laughs> your arguments moved if the public schools are hiding stuff.
0: I, I I don't know. But the more that they play these games or look, I've asked questions incorrectly, and I've received help from the police department of Lake Forest and the city of Lake Forest, and they they they've helped me high school zero other people that have responded to me have the same issue zero the the illinois attorney general who who um i'm working with very responsive you're working I know, with Kwame. Some, oh. I, I know you say they're democrat or whatever but
1: <laughs> there's there's some career people there that are there no matter who the attorney general is and well, i sure call they spade
0: a spade they're they're helping yeah, no, that's us fair. Get, that's they're, fair. They're helping me, and they're I mean, Kwame Raul is
1: obviously eyeing uh, being governor uh, in the post-Britzker era. But whatever, I mean, it's it's,
0: it's out of my wheelhouse, Joe. I'm in Lake yeah, Forest. All yeah. I know is well. You're, you're, but you're also in Illinois. I want to know. I want to <laughs> know what. Well, this affects me more than sure, absolutely, <laughs> so, fair, fair. Point. Well, so, I, I just want to know what 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 is going on over there because if you're not transparent, then you have to look at the facts as you see them. And anytime when you see delay, delay, stall, stall, what are you trying to hide? I think the worst. So there you go. Like forest high school still there, still trying to get to the bottom of this Illinois school board member.
1: elected school board members. Come on the show. Explain yourself. Matt Montgomery, you came on yeah, the show you know once what?
0: before that, come approval on again. Rate, that approval rate on Montgomery, uh, was 40%. I don't know if that's good or bad. I know it's less than half. Uh, what do our viewers and listeners? What is their opinion on how the school board is doing? Do you think we they probably don't know us? who the school board is? Well, they. <laughs> can you name all seven? Can I, I? I can give you one, one, five. You name all seven six, without seven. looking. No googling. No googling. I'll give you. I'll give you I one, can't.
2: Five. I, I can't. And I'm I, a political guy. I can't name them.
0: I, I can name the ones that got to go. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But
1: I, my point here is that when you did that, and I, we talked a little bit about this last week, but when you did that poll on Montgomery, if Matt Montgomery was on the ballot, if there was an election for superintendent of the of the school district, he'd probably lose. But he's not on the ballot. Mm-hmm. It's the school board members that hire the superintendent. And, it's the caucus
0: that hires the school board uh, members.
1: But isn't it? The, the caucus for the schools is a little different than the caucus for municipal government because they have to take in Lake Bluff, and Lake Bluff skews a little well, more uh, to the left than Lake Forest.
0: The school board for I think there's two, mm-hmm. two seats on 115 that are dedicated to Lake Bluff people. They have some kind of unwritten rule. yeah, they have it. it's all spelled out on the
1: website of them. I remember reading it I first moved into Somebody town. Go but, read
0: it. My my <laughs> point is this is I think once more people understand what's going on, because what I've seen with our Lake Forest, Lake Bluff news. When we simplify things and we put stuff in there, we get more people responding, say, wow, didn't know that. Didn't know that. Okay. If you want information, you can get it in a timely fashion from the high school. You don't have to uh, be delayed because I think it's twice. If you try twice, people give up. That's I think what their game game is over there, but you don't, you don't have to put up with this and getting back to, okay, Montgomery, Not good, why? Because I don't think he was fort with his plans on the 106 million that's trying to turn into 116 million by getting a lump sum. We had the school board that was involved putting the process in place to get this guy. And then you have the caucus that put the school board together. So it all starts with a week from about today that if you don't like what's going on, you gotta go do something because right now, there's very few people that are volunteering for this thing in this system. And there's not enough people putting in time for this. Now I could be wrong. I'm a couple of years out of this thing, you know, being in the caucus, but you have people that want to fill their resume and then you have people that want to, you know, do good. Okay. I don't crap. I don't give a crap about my resume. I care about going from point A to point B as quickly as possible and if some people got to get run over, they get run over. But the the job is done. So now, do you like the school board? If you have kids in the high school, do you like how the high school... You voted on Montgomery, then do you know anything about the school board that is keeping an eye on Montgomery? Do you know that Montgomery sits in the middle of the school board? How do you feel about that? Should he be sitting in, fr- in the middle of the school board, Joe? Just saying. Am, am I- it,
1: it, it is a different... Mentality in having served on both a school board and a municipal board, there is a different mentality in the uh, amongst school board members than there is amongst uh, municipal uh, council members. Um, I, I, I my four years as a municipal trustee were far better than my eight years. On the school board. Now, I dealt with a teacher strike. I dealt with all sorts of crazy uh, uh, yeah. stuff. We had we, we went through superintendents like the Bears go
0: through quarterbacks. But the uh, here's Rick. Rick saves the day. <laughs> should, should we should we let him in or should we?
1: Sure, why not? We're a, we're a welcoming group. Maybe Prue will jump in in a few minutes. No. <laughs> Into the podcast room we're all there's plenty of room. playing hey, sit sit in the red couch if
2: you don't know how to work zoom hey rick <laughs> we're, hey, zoom we're, zoom zoom
0: we're i'm sorry i i pulled a switcheroo on you we uh we we, we were going at 9 30 the last thing on the list here is do you got a uh, an opinion on the uh apartment building that they want to put up that maybe oh, i thought i thought we were doing 10 30 i thought i got it I, yeah i know i was go- going back and forth um
6: Eastern Eastern time. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Uh, No, no, no big whoop with me. Uh, Yes, actually, I'm I'm kind of glad to see this proposal. Uh, This is a great idea. Uh, Finally get a uh, uh, some use on that site, which has been empty. It was the Amaco station It was many years ago. Uh, It was his last Uh, gas station. Did you watch the uh, I
1: watched a, a, a Not the entire plan commission, but parts of it, and I watched all the audience comments. Uh, The two concerns that I I heard out of that were: uh, it's four stories. They they want to put a luxury apartment building in that that looks like the Deer Path Inn. The the design looks very nice. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, they'll have the drinks that Pete uh, couldn't get at the Deer Path Inn that week he was there. Oh, that's Uh, (laughs) right in but. The, it's four stories, and people were saying you wouldn't put a four-story building in on in East Lake Forest. Why would you put a four-story building in in West Lake Forest? And I, I don't know what the feeling is on that. Um, is are there any buildings in town that are four stories high? I, I don't know what the precedent
6: is. Um, right yeah, oh, sorry, over on Conway um, at um, the um, uh, near the Tollway uh the office building the office park uh yeah they're yeah. more much it's a more, very more different than area stories.
1: than than because there's people that live down the street and other in in houses and in condos there there's nobody so, i
6: mean like that's uh that was one thing that that jumped out at me about it i mean yes it, it's four stories which is yes the high for a lot of these areas but are there i mean the nearest residential neighbor is quite a long ways away
1: uh, i don't know there's that um do a Google Mar- map. I, I, I keep wanting to say Mar-a-Lago, but there's that street there that starts with an M, uh, and it's very narrow and stuff. And one one woman from, from that street came over and, and spoke at the meeting. And they were, look, this is what this is what this process is about. They don't just up and do this. The, these things just don't happen. And one day you see uh, bulldozers and stuff. There's hearings, there's sure. deliberations. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kathy is going to go, and her and the city staff is going to go through this with a fine tooth comb. Uh, there's going to be hearings about this. Uh, the limitation basically limitation
6: on height uh, that's on the east side, I I think that's only um, I think that's a limited geographical area. I don't know if that, that includes this area um, on the west. Side. They want to have this apartment
1: building, luxury apartment building, and they want to put in a drive through Starbucks. So the Starbucks yeah. that's across the street now, I assume, would close. And move into this this drive through, and obviously Starbucks makes more money in drive through than they do in sit down.
6: Yeah, I would uh, think so. Yeah, places uh, so they, 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 they it's, it's a win plans. for them, and
1: people people can get their uh, their seven dollar coffees uh, and not have to get out of their Range Rovers. So, so what are the right
6: now? Everybody's very. I mean, I think the <laughs> the rental apartment uh, uh, business right now is is good with this economy.
1: Uh, yeah, that's that yeah, was it, just something what that's what developed.
6: That's that what I hear? You do it. You do it as a rental. It's, it's doing better than just about anything else in oh, yeah. commercial real estate oh, yeah. right now. You do It'll it as a rental, and then was- if you, when the market changes and uh, and suddenly you can sell them as condos, you can convert them to condos and sell them, and have a big cash payday, and uh, everybody goes on with life. Like Bank of uh, America. Yeah, uh, well, like a lot of um, a, a lot of places <laughs> have done it that way. Uh, so yeah, um, it, you know, it was yeah, originally t- the original plan right now,
1: was so. to do a uh, medical office building, yeah, and that fell through. I think the pand- pandemic and stuff. The commercial office space is is
6: a yeah, a- office space in general is doing very badly. But but the building that we're in uh, at one ninety one East Deer Path, I mean, there's us and one other tenant. Uh, there's the- two.
1: There's two areas of commercial real estate that are doing well right now or, or development. That is a part luxury. Upscale apartments and uh, warehouse and freight. You know these Amazon. Type things I don't think anybody wants that here an Amazon warehouse, uh, uh, and I don't think it would fit. I don't think it would ever be considered. But those look at the all state yeah, headquarters hey, would, down in uh,
6: North. It really but, wouldn't make much sense there, just because I mean the tra- uh, the roads you, know, you got yeah, road. that,
1: and that's not being considered. So I don't want to set alarms guess.
6: or anything. But those are the two things in commercial
0: that are what, doing. What do what prove blockers complain about on this thing?
1: I don't. We're the, I don't know if those were proof blockers that came to the meeting. uh Pete, I think those are just people that live nearby that expressed some concerns. Let's hear it out. Uh, would you want a four-story yeah. building next to your house? I, no. I don't know. Maybe I would. Maybe I wouldn't care.
6: I, yeah. I, I have to
1: I, see yeah. I mean, how I this plays you're, out. You're, it's also a tight fit traffic if, wise.
6: If you're at a one-story building, then yeah, I, I don't think that uh, you you would want somebody four stories next to you. Uh, on the other hand, it's uh, Road. there is though. space between them, you know, if there is enough space. And you know if, if I I really don't I, I'd like to see a little bit more. I don't think it.
1: we said it at the beginning of this discussion, but it's Waukegan Road and Everett Road, and I believe it's the yeah no I know uh, where
6: East yeah. corner.
1: It's like across from Sunset uh, Foods yeah. and stuff, and it is right now. It's an ice. There's no question. Oh, yeah, it looks definitely an or now. Yes. it I, is, yeah. uh, and the right. city has wanted to develop it. When when I took the Lake Forest 101 tour, the bus tour with Kathy. Um, she, we went right by it. She said the city very much wants to develop it. Um, I think the Dorfman article took her quote a little out of context, because if you watch her whole presentation, she says the city wants to develop it very badly, but, and then she went into the concerns about the parking spaces and stuff, because if it had been an office building, parking is not as crazy as a residential apartment building, because you have to have enough parking for the tenants as well as their guests. You've got this drive-through Starbucks happening with cars coming in and out. So I, I think this is the start of a process. It is not the final decision. Um, and let's see where it goes. Let's see what happens with it, how it plays itself out. I am sure that the political opportunists out there that want to do anything against the city um, will try to uh, leech on to these uh, concerned neighbors like they did, like uh, our, our friend, the former mayoral candidate did when she ran uh, where she found every disaffected group in town to form uh, what she thought would be a winning coalition. But it turns out it's not. And like I said, with all these development issues, the people that live next to it care very much. But you go two or three blocks away, nobody cares. And I think most people would be very happy to have a drive through Starbucks uh, here in Lake Forest.
6: The what um, uh, Has there been any discussion of environmental issues? I mean, this was a gas station. Um, it's good, good point. I, the I gas do... station of the the lot on the east side, which was the former mobile station, we are constantly told is an ice. By the way, is an eyesore right across from the Deer Path Inn, uh, and we're constantly told that nothing can be done with this property because it was environmentally contaminated. Yeah. Why is this uh, former Amoco station uh, on the west side any different?
1: Well, you former gas stations do get redeveloped, but they have yeah. to. They're usually redeveloped in things that are so commercially successful that you have the funds to do the remediation to, to get it done. You have to take the tanks out. You have to treat the soil. Well, but they also, EPA they has also, some very specific guidelines
6: there. The, the way that the Illinois uh, Department of, um, uh, I'm sorry, the, the uh, Illinois IEPA, the uh, Illinois Environmental Protection Agency, uh, uh, analyzes and grants uh, uh, rights to uh, build on contaminated land, is they have a system called TACO uh and uh what taco does uh is it creates uh a tiered system uh that you can use it for if it's it can still be contaminated but you can use it for commercial purposes but not for residential purposes uh here this is a um uh obviously an apartment building very much residential uh i was just a little surprised to see that they were going to uh develop that as a resident you know if you have it as an office building in other words Uh, There are more lenient on the amount of benzene uh, that can be in the soil than they are if it is being residential.
0: Uh, Well, I'm looking at the notes here. Last week we had the uh, block the box people have their court date, and it looks like there's going to be a ruling on uh, October 25th. So once that gets done, I bet that they're going to hatch their wagon onto this thing. Yeah, well,
6: well, we will find out. Uh, Opposition candidates often do. On the east side don't necessarily care about things on the west side.
0: Yeah, west side sucks. Up yours. <laughs> oh. <Here's... laughs> well said. Well played, Joe. Well played. <laughs> hey, uh, Rick, what's going down in the Safety Act? We talked about it, but what's from a lawyer's Yeah, we're under, we're,
6: we are underway, by the way. Uh, it did uh, start on Monday. Uh, the world has not fallen apart uh, so far. Um, and, and bad actually, burglaries in, on Green Bay happening Road, man. As a result of this, is uh, that somebody got charged with murder, uh, that might well have been able to um, uh, bail out before but can't bail out now because uh, murder is not a uh, it uh, is a required detention uh, charge. So it, you All know, right. it's actually got some one at least one okay, person. So Reinhardt spokesman Rick has out.
1: clarified the uh, safety act here, yeah. Yeah. We talked. We talked a little bit about this whole cashless, the, no cash bail a, a few minutes ago, but um, uh, they're going to They're going to hold up the cases that keep people in the jail. But as our guest last week said, there's going to be a lot of cases where the the state or the the judge, whoever, doesn't have the bandwidth, and we're going to get people out on the street who then commit more serious crimes, and it, the message the to yeah. criminals out there is hey i get it i won't have to i can commit this crime and i won't be in jail uh, There are a number uh, especially of in cook and lake counties because they got woke states attorneys that let me out
6: there are also um uh, a lot of uh, offenses which previously would have been bailed uh, and you would have had to post a bail but instead all you do is sign your name at the police station and walk out uh and that's those are the crimes in particular that i i fear Uh, will end up being committed because uh, a lot of these are being done in the heat of the moment. Uh, And, uh, you know, that's not much of a break from the uh, uh, dispute when all they do is go to the police station, sign their name, and then be released. Uh, A lot of times people are going to go right back to whatever it is, whatever uh, wrongs they were doing. Uh, That's at least one of my fears. I did, um, uh, I was in a meeting yesterday uh, with the Bar Association Uh, And one of our speakers was Eric Reinhardt, and Eric is uh, very much defending uh, the Safety Act. Uh, He believes that it is the right thing to do, uh, that previously uh, people have been discriminated against on the basis of whether they have money, uh, which often relates to minority status, uh, and have been held in jail indefinitely. Um, and because they don't have the money for uh, bail, whereas uh, uh, other people who do have the money for bail walk out the door. Um, you know it's, uh, that is uh, the justification uh, for this new law. Uh, whether the bad of the new law, potential bad of the new law, namely uh, uh, not detaining uh, uh, criminals, uh, will be outweighed by the new social justice. Uh, of no longer having minority people sit in jail while majority people uh, walk out the door, um, we're, we will see. Uh, and uh, you know, it's, a, it's a bold experiment. Uh, Illinois is the only state that has done it. Illinois is very much on the forefront on this, uh, led by um, you know, public officials like Eric. Uh, and he sincerely believes that they're doing the right thing. Um, I must say, by the way, I had another, uh, a second meeting with uh, Eric uh, uh, yesterday uh, at a place called Duffer's Pub. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, um, but um, uh, he, he was he was there and actually very helpful. Uh, we're on a committee together for the Lake County Bar Foundation. Uh, and I tell you, Eric uh, has uh, was very helpful in the meeting yesterday. So uh, he's on my good side now. Hey, more importantly, uh, he picked. Did you up, invite him
1: on the show?
6: He picked up the check and bought the and and bought the nachos too. Oh, he's so, buying votes. My um,
1: like any politician would. No, but is 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 he coming? My, my, my love to be the with nachos.
6: Yeah, just <laughs> did you invite him on the podcast? Uh, I I did not. Uh, I was leaving him. Ah, being, uh, what I about leaving, Schneider? I'm being I'm being nice. i you, know, you know all I'm, right. I'll, I'll what about Schneider? We we don't actually breathe fire. Uh, well, Pete may, but we the, do. The
2: I'd love to
0: have him on. I don't
2: was talking about Schneider.
0: Fire. Sorry, I was t- tuned out. No, no, Sorry. we're talking about uh, Eric uh, Reinhardt. How about Brad Schneider, Rick? He said he was I, coming on to your
6: face. Yeah. Uh, we'll tell you what. I will follow up with him. Um. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to have a little bit more free time coming up here because I'm going to okay. be in Arizona uh, in October, uh, and I usually have a little bit more free time when I'm there. Uh, then, uh, uh, when I'm still here, chained to the desk. Got it. Got it.
0: Okay. So th- that was the, uh, catch and re- release. We got the apartment building. We went uh, on. How about, our,
6: how about our homeless people?
0: Bank of America. I, I think yeah. I might put a mattress on their uh, parking lot.
6: It's a nice place to live. You know, the, the funny thing is we, we were just talking with, um, uh, one of our guests recently. Uh, who was extolling, uh, I I think it was uh, George Pandaleon, our former mayor, uh, who was extolling uh, uh, some of the nice design features that we put in the Central Business District, including the um, uh, Bank of America building, uh, such that we have walkways uh, that um, uh, go through uh, to make it more pedestrian friendly. Well, sure enough, uh, the walkway also has a secondary use. Uh, As a uh, hotel room uh, in the, you know, they (laughs) should put bunk beds. Well,
1: it's like benches at metro stations. Everybody thought that was a great idea until they became beds.
0: Yeah. Bank of of America, why don't you be nice to that homeless guy and put up a bunk bed there? He and Christian can bunk out together. Yeah. Bring bring them breakfast. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. At least,
6: you know, I think, you know, a, a bunk bed would be at least a very helpful thing.
0: San Francisco company. What do you expect? Yeah, Is that a yeah, wrong right thing to say. Yeah. Put your money
6: you, in a local bank. San Francisco. Now they, you know, now they're working on Lake Forest. Put your money in
1: a local bank. That's my two cents.
0: <laughs> Wintrust, I'm a, right? I'm a, I'm a Wintrust Lake Forest bank.
1: Yeah, they're pretty much. I yeah, they used to be just the Bank of Lake Forest, but now they're part of that whole North Shore. But that's as close as you're going to find these days. To local oh, very bank.
6: much. Very much. However, a, a regional bank in our area, yeah. very much uh, a bank that supports the Local activities absolutely, uh, I never see Bank of America uh sponsoring any kind of ag- events or activities around here. Uh, whereas uh, Lake Forest Bank and Trust and Wind Trust do it
0: all the time. Do you think they're the strategy is we're just going to wait for cold weather and these people are going to go away, or they're just yeah, to... I think that's, I
6: think that's be more of uh, them in the cold weather.
0: There's are going to be more,
1: they're going to be where? on the, the station. The, no, they'll be at the train station, they'll be on wherever there's a, those heated grates and stuff, you know. Um, that's not going to that it'll just change where they are, but they'll still be around as long as there are people that uh, they give them money, they yeah. give them money. And so yeah, they, they money, really, uh, these are people uh, that need help. Uh, they need to be in shelters. Uh, um, but the legislation doesn't allow
2: for that.
0: Uh, the legislation yeah. that Susan Garrett, Julie Morrison, crew blocker. Okay. They put into place. If you're on the East side, you got to deal with the homeless. If you're on the west side, you get to deal with burglaries because you're closer to the highway. Based on these these uh, laws that they voted on, am I incorrect looking at that, Rick? Uh, I I
6: think you're actually summed it up pretty well. Uh, you know, these are pro- two problems: both the burglaries and uh, the homeless, which Lake Forest has not had in the past. Uh, this has come upon us somewhat suddenly. Uh, and it seems to everybody that things have suddenly changed. Uh, but this is the result of law, law changes that have been occurring over the course of the last 10 years. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's unfortunate uh, that we are now uh, uh, seeing uh, the problems that arise uh, through these progressive agendas.
0: Is there a Democrat that can be against crime is there a such thing? Oh, yeah. There are many. I mean, there are many Democrats. Rich Daly.
6: Uh, yeah, we, I moved. Yeah, yeah. Rich
0: 76. Daly, yeah.
6: No, I'm Richard M. Daly. Oh, there are, there was, are ma- many. Uh, you know, um, the state's attorney uh, in uh, in uh, in Will, Will County. County. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, very, very uh, forthright. Uh, you know, there are a lot of um, Can we get uh, that, do that? Democrats out there. I don't
1: know if he's going to come all the way up to Lake Forest. I mean. Uh, Zoom. Well, he's zoomed, out. Right. he's zoomed. This is, this is well, Let me let me look into that one. I I don't know him at all. Uh, but I just We've, want to get we've, we've mentioned thinking. him a couple of times. Yeah,
6: yeah, we have mentioned him several times. You're right, Joe. I think there's the kink. I think
1: the other one, the big there. There's a hundred two counties. A hundred county state's attorneys uh, opposed the safety 100, 100. act. Right. Will County was two was it? Like it. But I'm thinking yeah, of who are the on. big Democrats, um, and I, I believe it's Will County and Kankakee County. Those are Democrats who are opposed to the Safety Act, so get them on. I'll tell you who's very much opposed to it uh, is the DuPage County State Attorney. He is a Republican, and it's Bob Berlin, uh, and he's made it. he's been very tough on crime out there, and a couple times people have gone to... DuPage not realizing they crossed the county line from Cook and they're in for a rude awakening because Bob Berlin don't don't play. He he, he locks them up.
6: Yeah, I, I will say um, uh, now, Eric Reinhart, um, our uh, Democratic state's attorney in Lake County, who does support the Safety Act, uh, has a lot of statistics uh, that he believes uh, show that uh, crime is not really increasing uh, and that we are, um, uh, uh, and that a lot of this worry about the Safety Act uh, is is not valid and is not justified. Um not to the to people on Green out. Bay Road. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, you see the latest uh, burglary attempt on Green Bay Road there. Yeah, yeah. I hate uh, even calling it the Safety Act
1: because I think a lot of people on the street. Marketing. Yeah, whoever the Pritzker guy that was that thought that up. Uh, yeah, good, good who's work. Uh, who's good against safety? Yeah. But it's really the, Mary Cole called it the Catch and Release Act. Yeah, which is, and that's, uh, I think that's correct. That's what it is. And our guest last week, uh, you know, you, you talk to any law enforcement officer uh, when they're off the clock and, and ha- can speak freely or a retired law enforcement officer like we had last week. None of them support this. None.
0: Well, yeah. let's get some of them. They'll, and,
1: and they'll prove me wrong. They'll find two guys that support it. Uh, somewhere or whatever but i'm telling you if you did a poll amongst law enforcement officers uh, a secret ballot of do you support the sa- the safety act or yeah that's
0: a no-brainer That's uh, they're a no brainer.
1: unanimously against it and they're all going to be voting for mary cole
0: i, in, in I i'm tired of waiting on prue blocker and garrett and and morris and all these people that put do these things that don't affect us to 10 years down the Waste of time. I, I think time will take care of them of themselves because this democratic playbook. I don't. I don't know how much longer can keep going. I think more people like uh, who's the treasurer Joe in uh, Lake County. Ali Kim
1: is your Lake County treasurer. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I I keep pointing to her and even Vega. I think yep. more people like that, whether you're Democrat or Republican, that are more forthright, right. both reasonable they, people. Confident. Yeah. Uh, uh, competent
6: and trying to you know trying to do their jobs uh but one of the problems i will tell you uh, and i ran into it uh, quite a bit is that um the progressives uh have a very quick and easy answer to any time that anybody says anything um, um, about you know the the policies that they are pushing uh, which are harming uh, the social fabric of areas like Lake Forest and Highland Park. And, um, uh, and the answer is very simple. Uh, well, what about Trump? Uh, and I have had that, that response given to me uh, thousands of times.
0: Well, or prove Biden. And I say, what about Madigan? What
6: about Madigan? Problem. There's no, what there's about no Madigan, Madigan, Madigan
2: was there America? for
6: 50 years doing yes.
2: far worse than with yeah. Donald Madigan Trump Madigan
6: was, and, and, and had much more, much more of a uh, of an effect on Illinois. Yeah, uh, we pay Donald higher Trump taxes today because
1: had. of Mike Madigan and the people that support him.
6: Rick, but, but Rick, the problem bring it is back. the problem is back. that people are focused on one guy, Donald Trump. Yeah, Rick, no, Rick, he, Rick, may, he that's
1: his persona that you wanted. He wants you to be focused. Bring it back bring it back to local
0: guys. Bring it back to Prue Beidler's little announcement she made after five months of reflection, Rick uh Instead of Trump, she says Pete Jansen spelled my name wrong. Did yes. you read that little thing that said? Yeah, that, you were uh, you
6: were dark. I saw yes dark. And
0: you were dark. well, so you're know, dark right now.
6: I mean, I can see where she comes to that. Uh, yeah, you know, really dark background. Uh,
0: But it's like they they'll say, "Hey, Joe and I are, I are in the light." That <laughs> no, but my point is, the playbook is they they put down the news source that it's wrong, that isn't transparent. Yet they won't go on to to give their side of things so it's kind of isn't that how well, it let's hope
6: up? let's hope that we can get uh, uh let's hope that uh, uh, Prue uh bidler will eventually decide that she wants to come on uh the podcast give her a chance to uh point out whatever is dark uh about uh bidler. us uh you know it, it, it always it always seems like for progressives... Uh, the opposition, anybody who is not on the woke agenda, uh, right. is somehow dark. Uh, and what, what dark is the woke teams, agenda, Rick? Uh, well, like, what, uh, you, part what of it, it is the you? homeless bill of rights.
2: <laughs> there's, no,
6: but I mean, there's one part of the agenda.
0: Is that an elitism? Is it a uh, virtual a virtue? Is that a virtue signaling? Is that what they they do that they're better or their way is best? Like. What is the woke agenda?
6: Well, um, much like um, uh, uh, Potter Stewart said, uh, I know it when I see it. Uh, so,
0: so it's objective. It's instead of feelings, it's facts,
6: right?
1: I don't like to use. I I, I used it earlier, uh, but I really don't like to use uh, those words. I really don't like labels because look, you're you're people call you a conservative, yet you're wearing a shirt for Iliad, that's a, that's a cannabis company.
0: <laughs> I'm a capitalist. You know, so can,
1: can you really, can you really uh, label a person? You can't always judge a book by its cover. And uh, so I, 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 I've used the word I'm guilty of it, okay. but I really don't like. Come up like with another
0: labels. word, but what's the mentality? That's the I'm mentality
1: is that society is wrong and that um, criminals need second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth chances Uh, to redeem themselves. Because they feel
0: guilty. Isn't that where woke came from? Because they they didn't earn their money. They grew up with, their parents had money, coddle them. I just think,
1: when it comes to criminal justice issues, I'm going to listen to what my police officer is telling me.
0: Yeah. But again, we have these woke people, and we use the term, you don't want to use it, I'm using it, because people understand what it is it's people that feel guilty because they have a better life than somebody else. Cause they didn't earn it.
6: Well, I will say, you know, it's, it is a complicated and a broad uh, description. And yes, that's certainly, I think is part of it, uh, these are people uh, oftentimes who, uh, who did not have to, well, who had a lot of things given to them uh, and therefore are grateful for that. And therefore also feel a uh, sympathy for others who did not receive those benefits, and so you know, it's not an unreasonable uh, or part of the wrong uh, attitude. But uh, on the other hand, uh, I, I think that it also leads to a lot of um, uh, Pollyannish, if I can use yet another. Uh, I have no idea what that means. Uh, Pollyannish I uh, being uh, uh, somewhat naive. Oh, uh, I, I know what lucky sperm
0: club means.
6: <laughs> yeah. Uh, J- How about J.B. Pritzker, the uh, the king of the, uh, the lucky sperm club?
1: <laughs> he's, he's he's living off his great grandparents' wealth, right. you know, if I understand the family tree there, right? Or he was
6: born on yeah. third base and thinks he hit a triple. I mean, look,
1: Ra- Bruce Rauner earned his money, right? Bruce Rauner yeah, grew right. up a, a middle class yeah. kid. He made a lot of mistakes as governor, no question. No. But he earned his money. Whereas Pritzker, I think, inherited it sure. from his grandparents. And there's right. and there's nothing wrong with people inheriting money. I, I don't know. Hey, See, man,
0: the, it is what it is. I wouldn't say anything that. like
1: that. I mean, you could say the Bush family. I'd be the biggest um, was, liberal was, was around. That. But you know, there there is uh, you know, Sam Walton's grandson is now the richest uh resident of Illinois, and he's a big liberal. I mean, Sam Walton's farming in his grave oh, is yeah, what his, yeah. his grandson's like uh, political views.
0: How many liberal farmers do you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
6: so basically, that said, you know, I mean, one of the problems that, that we were dealing with here is I, I think that a lot of people here, uh, because they have homes and they have uh, uh, cars and they have uh, money, uh, that they look upon the homeless as being uh you know there but for the grace of god go i uh that i would be in that situation if if not if i didn't have this and uh wealth or money that i had received and the benefits that i'd had um which is the the woke folk uh are now describing as being uh, uh as, as being uh privilege um but i will tell you I think there are a lot of reasons for, you know, there's a there's a, probably a million homeless people in this country. I mean, I, I did see, I did look it up and um, uh, the uh, census was able to identify a little over half a million uh, in 2020. Uh, you know, if, you, if the census found half a million, I'm guessing there's at least a million out there. Uh, and for those million people, there are probably a million different stories in terms of why they are homeless. Um, one of the reasons I think is they don't want to go to rehab you know not everybody wants to get cleaned up uh there are people who are perfectly happy uh getting a bitch, and yeah. doing drugs all day uh and hanging out on the park bench uh i you know i i'm you know i'm i'm sorry to let people know that but there are people who are perfectly but Rick, happy no be, you know help. we had we
1: had, as a, we had as a guest on a few months ago now uh the guys from Christchurch and Mayor Rockingham from North Chicago yes. talking about um, their program, Renew Communities, that builds homes and stuff. And my philosophy, because the liberals will then say to people like us, oh, you don't care, you're insensitive, and, and you don't appreciate what you have and all that. And I say nonsense. I I point to programs like Renew Communities over at Christchurch here in Lake Forest, mm-hmm. and that's what what they're doing. And what I my philosophy has always been is, I don't believe in handouts. I believe in a hand up. Okay. I'll help someone move up. If you, I'll help you. If you're going to work, I'll help you find the job. If you're going to do the job, I'll help you learn stuff. What's that parable? Uh, it's better to teach someone to, to fish than to catch the fish for them. That's my philosophy on this. And there's I, nothing I, I, more I addictive. I walk on that. I there's nothing the
2: talk, more. The there's
0: nothing more addictive than getting a handout. So these people that grew up, yeah. that got a handout, whether it's the Lucky Sperm Club or whatever, they got the money easy. They have no problems, you know, giving the money easy. Or someone that married into so, a big lumber
1: company, company yeah. family.
0: But I'm saying these small business owners that work their way up, you notice that they're not woke. Because I'll tell you what, nobody gave Mary anything.
6: <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: you know the Mary. Yeah, no, I,
6: I, right. I. I you so. Know, so Don't look at me. I started out dead broke. I mean, I was. Right, yeah. I got so out of when I got out of law school. Other than loans, that's all I had.
0: Yeah. So people that go through that, and then they see people that aren't going through that, call it work ethic or or, or whatever. That's the issue that we have. And the handout, we want to help people, but we want to see an end result to it because just giving the money that doesn't correct anything. Like you say, put the signs up, right, Rick? Like in Arizona, yes, yes. say, you know what? Don't yeah. give it to this guy. Give it to PADS. Hey, PADS, come on. He told me four times you're going to reach out and come on, Bupkis. Give it to PADS so they can deal with this guy. Hey, Bank of America, get this guy off your property or put up a bunk bed, okay? Fill up your parking lot with a tent and bunk beds, okay? Okay. <laughs> We want to see an end result to this, right? We, we 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 want to see it fixed. We don't want it to perpetuate and turn it into San Francisco where Bank of America is from. That's all. Yeah, That's my point. Mm-hmm. Anybody got anything else? Is there anybody in Lake Forest? We didn't piss off. Raise your
1: hand. No. I got a couple. I got a couple. <laughs> I
0: think we got all, I think we got everybody.
1: <laughs> I got a couple things. things. Uh, I got an email from one of our, uh, um, uh, Oh, viewers or listeners folder. yeah and it was i won't say it, brian um pointed out with all the heavy rains we've been having that we really do need the turf he he forwarded me an email from the soccer uh, thing where all the games had been canceled and he said this turf field can't come soon enough um so he wanted to point that out and uh, right yeah uh and then uh
6: how come I Obviously, see? All the, uh, by the way, how come I see all the the professional, the NFL players and the Players Association is objecting to turf? They hate turf. I uh, you know. well, they're saying uh, Aaron Rodgers got hurt because of it, right? On yeah, the, exactly. On the, right. I don't know. Uh, I don't the know latest. enough He's Nick the you played you the
1: turf. We uh, got uh, the athlete here in Pete. Uh, I, what's your take on the turf? On the yeah, other hand, it want is
2: grass? Aaron Rodgers, so you it's
0: want okay. grass. I said that from the beginning. You want grass. You want grass. Iliad grass? Nick, <laughs> Nick Chubb's needs. Got... Is that back to Iliad? Uh, is that a, you know, a commercial for Iliad? No, but in this climate, to keep it up, unless, look, Las Vegas, they, okay, the Raiders, their turf goes in and out. Okay? They have the money to do that. Sure. Okay? In this climate, it's it's either you take a sedentary. De- what's the word, Joe? Sedentary thank you you take approach to things where you know all right fine the kids won't play we'll just cancel everything and we'll you know plant grass or you put it in the turf and you let the kids play so in this climate you have to do that it's just it- right
1: so yeah uh the other thing a couple other quick things uh lake forest scouts uh one in triple overtime against Libertyville. So shout out to the Shout scouts. out and we're
0: gonna put a little clip here from Johnny Kerr. Johnny Kerr, great analysis of the game. Hey Pete, how are you? I couldn't let another day go by without talking to you, man. I had you on the <laughs> line.
7: I had
2: <laughs>
7: Wow, you know, well with with introduction like that, I mean I guess I got. some good content here, huh?
0: <laughs> my my hope was to talk about, you know, the three overtime wins. I want to talk about the article you wrote last year regarding the scouts. You're more knowledgeable. You go to more games. If I'm the smartest guy in the room, I leave the room. So I need people that knows knows more more than me. You know what I mean, John? I had School Walker on the show, and when we started getting into things talking about the school, you know, he he had to do other things. So I'm just trying to get my facts straight. Talking about that overtime
7: win, three overtimes, the offense – this particular year okay so yeah. just to throw some stats at you yeah through the libertyville game they have scored 116 points total through yeah. uh, four games a year ago for, for all nine games they scored 139 points so uh, there there is an improvement without a right. doubt from this year to next year um last year was historically bad uh, a combination of reasons, a little bit of, of just the personnel they had, the youth that they had, a very small yeah. senior class uh and so they weren 't able to fill some of those roles this year it's just you're seeing more talent they 've got a massive junior class, a lot of whom got experience a year ago because yeah. they had to force those guys right and you're also seeing a situation, Pete where the lake forest scouts i mean i i they have entered the transfer portal. Um, as uh, you know. It, that is a buzzword now, right? I mean, Coach Brian yeah, in right. Colorado, you see what yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. now with the transfer portal. Well, on on Thursday night, Pete, two players, one in particular named Jamari Brown, uh, who okay. I heard about, had practiced during the summer, was on the roster. And you know how it is. You hear whispers into you know, the day right, are right, talking right, right. at Chiefs after the game. Hey, you got to take a look at this guy. But nobody knew when he was going to be eligible. Well, he became eligible Thursday, and he made a huge difference in that game, making four great catches, one for a touchdown over over a couple of guys, making some athletic plays nobody else could have made on that team. So, you, so I think all of it cumulatively, Pete, has them in a position yeah. three and one, and you know likely four and one when they beat Zion. Which I know this when when we're recording this now, uh, when this runs, they will likely be four and one. Yeah, they
0: got to beat Zion. I here's what I said, John. I was I was so bummed out because of that experience. I had some uh I know some people that went through the program and I've heard how they communicated to the kids so I had a bad taste in my mouth. I also was looking at, you know, why are they always shotgunning every play in this poor center when he screws up? <laughs> so much pressure on him.
7: <laughs> yeah, yeah, the offensive line play has been an issue over the years I think with 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 the team I think. Not yeah. so much because of the coaching or because of the scheme. I think it's just they just don't have a lot of big guys. Yeah. And When they face teams like Warren, Stevenson, Libertyville teams that have typically yeah. big fronts, just becomes a matchup uh, problem. But but this particular group, I think, is doing a pretty good job
0: through the first you know uh, you know four or five games of yeah. the season. I got to eat some crow because I said they're only going to win one more game. I thought they're going to lose beating Libertyville. I mean, that's they're they're always a good team. I'm like wow, to do it in three overtimes, and now Zion. I thought Zion would be the next one, and I thought they'd they'd lose out. Uh, they're going to have a better record than I thought, so I'm going to eat some crow. That's that's
7: you know
2: that's, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's well, fine. well, especially
7: well, especially Pete, if you're eating it in where the predictions sort of undervalued them, right? Yeah, you yeah. much rather be in a position where you're saying I undervalued this team, and look, I understandably so after how they played a year ago and there were so many unproven guys i think they always play great defense coach spagnoli's been i think since this is the 21st season he was also the team's defensive coordinator and he gets those defensive guys who are you know like literally standing next to you and me these are guys who look like they're you know um working at jewel right or kind of working right right, right. or just normal-looking high school guys, right? Uh, but, but he gets them to play with their hair on fire. He runs a great scheme. They've got a couple of really, really good young linebackers and, and a couple couple new secondary guys that they're kind of breaking in. Uh, but they, they always stay in games because their defense is really, really good. And they're sure they have a good offense to finally complement the other side of the ball.
0: Now, getting back to your article last year, do you think they they do a good enough job on halftime adjustments to, because they have their scheme and it, it, again the reason I'm talking to you is because I don't know enough. I played ball, but I, I'm not close enough. You're there. Do you think they make the adjustments that they need to do on the offensive side of the ball to be competitive? Obviously they're going to be four and one. They're going to beat Zion, you know, getting into the playoffs. You think they can take it to the next level?
7: I think their adjustments are based on personnel that they have based on On what the opponent is, right? I mean, any adjustment that you make, if a team is saying, okay, well, we're not able to run the football, so what can we do schematically to sort of be able to run the ball? Maybe if they're plugging the inside, meaning they're running defensive linemen or they're stunting through the A and the B gap, maybe we stretch it. Maybe we go to the outside a little bit. Or if it's the opposite, if they're stopping us on the perimeter, we go inside. Or if you're talking about those kind of adjustments – I think yes. I think they've got a really good coaching staff, a good experienced staff. Phil DeWald, who is their offensive coordinator, has been doing it now, I think, since actually after Tommy Reese uh, left in 2010, 2009. He's been there for a long time. I think think he's a really good coach when they have personnel. When they had Leo Scheidler two years ago, he had to make an adjustment to go to more of a running-type scheme. I think they are a team that likes to... Run the football, throw it deep, and run play action and do boots off of that. That's their offense. They're a spread team, but they're not really a chuck-it-all-over-the-field kind of a spread team. But they made the adjustment when they had the right personnel. I mean, a couple of years ago, I mean, Pete, they had a quarterback in Leo Schadler who was All-State. He's now at Notre Dame. Right? With his brother. Or... Yeah, Eddie yeah, Eddie is also at, at Notre Dame as well, who was a defensive player, graduated in 2019. And then the year before that, we missed that season because that was the COVID year. They had a a quarterback named Richie Hoskins, who was the conference player of the year and is now at Vanderbilt and is the second receiver on their depth chart. So they had two special athletes. He went to more of a quarterback-centric type offense. So he made that right adjustment based on personnel. And I think now they're going back to what they like to do, which is to run the football, run play action, throw it deep, throw some vertical routes, and they have the personnel to do it, especially with this transfer who
0: just kind of dropped in their lap on Thursday yeah, night yeah, yeah, against yeah. Libertyville,
7: who's a special athlete.
0: Well, talking about personnel, I'm looking at the great schools, the, you know, the way they're getting uh, the inflow. Looks like they're going to have some uh, rough crop coming in. Are you seeing that too, John? Well, you know, Pete,
7: I also I coach our eighth grade team. And so I've been a coach in the the junior scouts youth football program. This is since, you know, 2015, 2016. This is my eighth or ninth year coaching there. So I, I see it, you know, I see things in terms of where the numbers are and where the participation rates are. They're a lot better than they were, I think, you know, pre, pre COVID. I think you saw a bit of a decline. That's what affected that, that senior class a year ago. I mean, there were like maybe 14 or 15 seniors, I think you had a function of the head injury hysteria, and I call it yeah. the head injury hysteria because it wasn't really based on actual, not to get political here, Pete, because that's not what this is about, no. based on some of the COVID response stuff, too, which is very hysterical, not based on science. Most of the head injury stuff was the same way, but it affected Lake Forest. You saw a lot of younger parents, I think, who were skittish about getting their kids into tackle, and you saw a bit of a decline in participation. What happened in 2020 was we, meaning the the rec department and the community, started a seven-on-seven and kind of a flag program, or at least a more robust program, and it was non-contact. And that allowed, I think, a lot of younger moms and dads who were still a little bit nervous about about the contact aspect to get into the program and do it with a much more softer landing spot. And so you saw a lot of 9-, 10-, 11-year-olds enter the program. And you're seeing that now, I think, with the high school program. The numbers are up. The varsity numbers are back in the high 50s, kind of low 60s, in terms of where the participants – the the freshman levels are in the upper 30s, even hitting 40 in terms of numbers. So I think you're seeing it – and you're seeing this all over the place, I think, Pete, You're seeing this in Illinois, all over the country. National High School Federation came out with a study last week. High school football participation rates are up for the first time in over a decade. So I think you're seeing a bump in those numbers and certainly – it's, it's happening here, and I think it's a function of younger families getting into the sport. It's being taught better. We as coaches, we all have to be certified. We all have to go through this whole process to actually educate ourselves about safety. I think the equipment is a lot better. And I think families are much more comfortable about playing the sport and starting, I think, their, their sons
0: at a younger age. Well, let's talk about the mental health aspect. That, that's something that I, that I know a little bit about, the concussion protocol. You know, they have those uh, big old muffin heads that they put on that can reduce the <laughs>
7: concussion
2: uh,
0: <laughs> yes, yes. T- 10% on each side.
7: Uh, are they using that in the high schools yet? They are not. I think there are, there are some programs that I think use it in preseason – yeah. I know some of the Catholic League programs. I know Loyola, for instance. I've seen them use it during the preseason. They might do it in practices, but in terms of what you see, the yeah, the muffin heads, almost you know the the sort of rugby style looking right, right. type type helmets. That is not. Uh, I know Lake Forest High School does not use those in practice or use those during the season. I think the way that they sort of diminish the impact potentially of uh, head injuries is just limiting contact. You'll see where you will see less tackling. They will kind of shorten practices. They won't go live as much. I mean, they won't go to the ground. We do that at the youth level. You know, we minimize contact. If you come to one of our practices, we really don't go live that much at all. Some of that's just a, a function of, hey, keeping the kids healthy, making sure they're having a good experience, making sure that they stay with the sport and want to keep
0: playing it when they get to right. school. Well, you want to prove to the moms out there especially that hey, you know, we're, we're keeping an eye on things. You just see repeated events like that Michigan statewide receiver that got laid out and put back in the game. And, of course, that's what pops up on uh, TikTok, YouTube shorts. The, the marketing of it is that it's up to the coach, coaches and the players if they can go back in, and that's not the case. It needs to be a third-party, independent party that says, hey, you can go back in and get that trust level going down. If they can't do that in college, I'm just wondering what do they do in high school that you've seen that, you know, moms can be assured that, hey, wow, my kid's not going to go back in if they've had a brain trauma.
7: Yeah, so there isn't the type of operational protocol, Pete, that you see at the college or the pro level just because you just don't have the staffing or the ability to do yeah. that. Many. I know in the NFL level, I think there's an actual independent use of whether that that's a medical professional or somebody from right, right, the right, NFL right. who's literally just monitoring those types of incidents. I don't know if that's the case in, in college or not. There might be some schools or conferences that do that, but obviously you've got more medical personnel monitoring that. At the high school level, yes, they do have EMTs that are there for every single game. There are train, you know, certified trainers. I mean, Dr. Roger Shams, I'm sure everybody knows in this area, orthopedic doctor works for uh, Illinois Bone and Joint. He and his right. staff, I mean, he, I've seen him at every game this year, Dr. Shams, and he has a staff of three or four other doctors who are at games typically in Lake County. They are watching, and I'll, I'll, I was having a conversation with Dr. Sam's on Friday. He said, hey, John, hold that thought, because his eye was <laughs> on the game, right? Because okay. he's got to watch for those situations that you just Describe. So
2: right.
7: I have not seen any incidents this year that I think would make me pause and say, hmm, you know, what kind of happened? Right, there? Why, right, right. Is it, why is the kid going back to the game? My experience as a youth coach, too, Pete, if anybody, any moms or listening, to anybody else, yeah. we do have a certified trainer who is at every single one of our games. And, and, and that is a requirement from the Chicagoland Football League, which is the, you know, the the governing body and league that actually runs the youth football program uh, here in Lake Forest. And we as coaches, we get trained in that area. We have to take uh, right. positive coaching alliance training. You know, We have to go through a whole certification process to look for those types of things. So in my opinion, the game is, safe, is as safe as it's ever been, and I think you've got people who – at the end of the day, want individuals and young people to have good experiences and to keep coming back. And I think from a health perspective, a fitness perspective, I think that you know, the game is in good shape right now. Fair enough,
0: John. What I'm getting from this is, number one, layoff Spagnoli. They're going to have a better year than anticipated.
7: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Coach, uh, you, know, I,
7: I, you know, he's uh, Spagnoli is a interesting a guy. he is a to repeat. He's interesting. He's an interesting guy, Pete. I mean, I, I, I've covered the guy for a, a long time and have known him for a long time. And I, you could probably talk to ten different people, and everybody would have sort of a different opinion. But it, it wouldn't be down the middle, Pete. It would be yeah. kind of binary, <laughs> either side of it. Right. I'm more in the camp of the longer you're you're around the program, the more you appreciate him and the amount of time and effort he puts in. And again, he usually has his guys playing at their max capacity. And I think, you know, you're seeing, he he put more time into the program this year, I think in the off season, he actually went out and went to a bunch of coaching clinics and and came back and tried some different things. He knew they couldn't have a repeat of last year. And so I think you're seeing some of the benefits of that, I think, through the first, you know, four or five games. But, I, but this is a playoff team. Uh, yeah. How far they're going to go, we'll see. They'll be in classic. Right. again. So, oh, yeah, no, no, they're going to be – I mean, five wins gets you in, P, at least in the North Suburban yeah. Conference. You got you to get to six to, to automatic. Okay. But because the competition they play is usually so good, they have a formula based on on opponents' wins. Lake Forest, the the, the playoff outlook came out today by the IHSA. Lake Forest is sort of ranked 11th in class 6A. They have 20 opponent wins. They get that fifth win, they're going to be in. And it's a team that has the potential to make a run in the postseason. Uh, just kind of based on what we've seen, I think, through the first half of the season.
0: My attitude is
7: changing. Uh,
0: I have Good. There mind. you go.
7: Mental health. Come on, Pete. Try Mental health, right. Here.
0: But you're <laughs> also doing a 180 yourself based on the article you did last year that I that I, that I read over. You know, what's changed from that article that – you know the r- article I'm talking
2: yes, of about. Course. You're
0: pretty critical.
7: What What's changed in your opinion? Well, I mean, nothing's really changed in terms of what I wrote in the article. I still believe, you know, the the sort of tenets and the, and the steps – that I wrote there. So what's, what's changed a little bit is, is well, I mean, obviously time. I wrote that back in November or December of, of last year, and now we've got, right. you know, four or five games of 2023. So we've seen, you know, it, I mean, you can believe, but now we have evidence, right, to sort of back yeah. up some of that. Uh, I still believe if, if, if you're looking at, 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 you know, picking nits, right, or things to sort yeah, of pick yeah. within the program, I still think that it's it's a program that is not, As offensively oriented as it should be, and what I mean by that is they are a. I'm trying to think of the the, the way to phrase this. It's a program that thinks that it can win with defense, and if the offense comes around, great, right? (laughs) If we win, if 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 we're successful, it's going to be because our defense is going to be is going to be great. We're going to get takeaways, and we're and we're going to figure things out on offense. And it doesn't encourage, let's just say, innovation in that area meaning even in the off-season, guys going out, working with personal coaches, getting private training, those types of things. I think it's a program that prefers to say, hey, we believe in what we do. You should be with us. I'm somebody who thinks that, hey, if you want your, 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 your son or daughter to succeed in anything, you need as many positive influences in their life as possible Go, and, and if you can afford it, go get private right. coaching, go get private training, do, do what you can. And then, and then you can work that into the system and the culture of your high school team. And I still think that they don't necessarily encourage outside ideas. So it's a bit yeah. insular in that area. And so that, that to me is, is one. And, and there are some things that they do kind of personnel-wise, even this year, which I think validates argument. But I think they've, but they've made some steps, I think, in this offseason. And, again, Talent overrides everything, and if you have talent, and, and they do that, and, and they do this year uh, at some key positions, uh, you, can, you, you it, can overcome that. It makes a difference, yeah. I mean, but it's still, it's still a defensive guy. Again, look, this is Pete. I we mean, you know Lake Forest, I and mean, we you know these kids go home and they have every privilege, and they're driving. I mean, yeah. I mean you can pull pull the West Campus tonight after practice. There'll be four or five guys pulling out of there. In their dad's Tesla, right? Okay, so <laughs> right. And, and I don't think that's the case, you know, 15 miles up the road, right? Yet Spagnoli gets his guys to play with an urgency that that beguiles sort of the comfort that they live in. That's the, that's the best way that I can yeah. say that. They come, you know, come to the Zion game, come to one of these games this year. I think there's only only four home games this year. Yeah. But there's an intensity and sort of a blue collar mentality, workmanlike way that this defense, especially plays, the unit plays, that just is sort of in conflict with you know the type of lifestyle that these yeah, right, you know, right. many of these young men have, right, and the privileges that they have on a on a day to day basis.
0: It's like the first time in their life where you know somebody's telling them, no, <laughs> you know, this is not acceptable, right? So I, I, yeah, I, I, I think so. That.
7: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think it also. Uh, I think there's a there, there's a sense of accountability you have to have right, right, when you're right, part of right. an organization, and they learn that hey, my if I don't do my job, that affects you know the yeah. guy next to me.
0: Well, John, I, I'll, I'll let it go there. I appreciate you spending the time with me. I would love if, if it's possible, if it's just the phone, or if we could do Zoom. Uh, you know, a little recap on the game because I have changed based on what I've been harping like the last month or so on the team and talking to you i'm going to change my attitude i'll watch the game see if i see something different would you like to get together and you know have a little segment just say you know what's going on in like not just football but
7: uh you cover all the other sports too right no i'm primarily football you know now you know pete you know back when i was days when i was a full-time sports writer yeah, yeah. i covered a lot of different sports now i just you know i do uh a newsletter for the scouts football team that's kind of an independent thing that i, I started uh, a few years ago it's just kind of a fun fun side project but but yeah look i'm open to having you know conversations about all sorts of stuff you know this okay is, podcasting's an awesome form of you know communication and i you know i still do write a you know i've got a a, a weekly yeah, column that real, i do, how do, you how, know, do we, how do we get a hold so, of yeah. your content how do we
0: get a hold of your content john
7: yeah, for sure. You get, I mean, if, again, if you want if you want Scouts Football, it's, you can go to uh, Scouts Football dot you know Substack dot com at Scouts dot Substack dot com. Many people listening, here, I'm sure, you subscribe to other writers on the yeah, yeah. on the uh, platform uh, Substack. So I have a Substack for Scouts Football. I also have a have a newsletter where I do um, you know not as much as I as I did back during you know the uh, kind of COVID hysteria stuff from, right, from right. 2020 to 2022, but I still have a weekly column where I write about politics. You know, write about sports. You know, write about you know. Well, you write about more. politics. You can't do that in Lake Forest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
7: not local <laughs> politics. Uh, okay, know, all right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I kind of. I don't. I don't. I don't. Look, although it, it, it's some, it does translate sometimes to uh, local, but it's not a Lake Forest centric.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, newsletter.
7: It's just more what's happening in the state and what's happening, you know, kind of nationally. But there, you can just go to kerr.substack.com. Com. That's my last name, K-E-R-R. Okay. Substack. Com. Subscribe there. It's all free. So just type in your, you know, email address. You can get on the list and. Uh, You
0: are subscribed, but yeah,
7: if you want, I'm I'm happy to hop on and talk about, all you know, football, we can talk about what's going on and other, other current events for sure.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, for the next time you come out, I'm going to leave you with this thought. I've had a few listeners and viewers send me emails and texts. People are worried about uh, the high schools trying to get rid of the scouts name. Have you heard that?
7: Oh, I have heard rumblings about this for years, you know, Pete, like this is, this is sort of, (laughs) and it seems like this is an interminable or a, a endless debate amongst you know folks in in the community. I think now certainly because of social media and those platforms, right. uh, it makes it more more urgent. But uh, but yes, I think there is. You, you uh, ever okay? A movement I, I, towards it, and we can certainly have that conversation. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, well, we'll put it out there. Let's let the you know the the listeners and viewers uh, digest that. John, I would love to have, see your smiling face next week if we could.
7: Yeah, you know, Pete. Let's uh, uh, happy to hop on. And, and he said, normally I'm kind of at home again. I had to had to leave today for an outside appointment. Yeah. But, um, um But but yeah, normally I kind of work from home, and I'm in the home office, like sure. you know, okay, all the all the thousands of remote workers that are listening on your audience, right? So that are part of your audience. But, but yeah, let's kind of hook up and ping me or something after this call and let's, you know, schedule time A- and we absolutely. can chat, hopefully sometime
0: next week. All right, John, you talked me off the ledge. Go Scouts.
2: I'm the biggest <laughs>
0: two-faced hypocrite that there is. <laughs>
7: it's, it's homecoming, Pete. Come on now.
2: <laughs> John, I'll get this
0: out as soon as possible, my friend. Thank you.
7: And they're playing Zion, Pete, so nothing to worry about this
0: week. You know they're Zion because they're all glowing like uh, the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs>
7: on that note i think i'm gonna hang up here peace so all thanks. right goodbye <laughs>
1: <laughs> the team got we're we're recording this show on wednesday friday night and we drop the show usually saturday mornings but friday night is homecoming against zion benton uh let's beat the zbs uh jeff urso uh, will have the brats all warmed and ready to go for it, so obviously, by the time the show airs, if it drops on Saturday, yeah. everyone will know the results. Uh, hey, I'm glad. Of to it. So I hope you. I hope the scout the scouts are three and one. So Isn't it good more, to see all of the
6: uh, all all of the paintings on the uh, businesses in the central business district? That's very cool. From the high school kids. I mean, I love very that. Cool. I think everybody loves that. Every and night. the
1: flags that they put up downtown and so, well, That yeah. was a, my wife loves a she because we've never we've lived in a bunch of several different places, not a bunch, but. We, this is the first community we've ever lived in that there is such spirit in the community of the windows, the flags, and stuff. So that's awesome. That's and one and of the great things. Please, about and please,
6: Lake. folks, let's not be judgmental over the paintings that the high school uh, did the club on the business of all the Where, I mean, I can, silly. Is uh, that still
0: going thing. on? That one club. Wow. Did they let that club put that up? That woke club
6: um that i don't know if they did it again you know cares. what i'm talking about but frankly if they want to put it up god love them they, they have every right in the world to put that up Not my um, hill to die on
1: i just think the school spirit is great let's yes, hope the, they do. beat the zbs um more power to them and then sunday evening uh sunday afternoon out out in the the west side of town near me bagpipes Best bagpipes and bonfire. Is it bonfire and bagpipes? There's anything. only
6: one bonfire. I keep wanting to say one It's one big bonfires, bonfire. But there's bonfire. really only one bonfire. It burns in the for
1: days. Day. Yes, it is a great. you know, I got a little biased here because I got a very good view of it. Yep. <laughs> but it is, it is a great. You Got a picture of the class. Whoever came uh, up with the can idea? Find pictures. Brilliant I'll send you some pictures from idea. last year. Yeah, but they. Um, the marketing, I'd love to have sat in on the meeting where they said, OK, we're going to have a bonfire and then we're going to we're have going bag, us, let's go. Let's go. and then we're going to have bagpipes play, guys in bagpipes play. And then we're going to have a guy parachute in
6: wearing a kilt.
0: Mm-hmm. Who thinks of that? Yeah. And
6: it's Isn't 120
0: it? bucks. These dudes
6: parachute in. It's, it's worth on, the price of admission. I'm not I, a democrat. Or, or if you live I, I, or if you live We've been going every year for the last 10 years so though. It's, it's, it's worth It's it's a
1: fundraiser for Open Lands. Uh you can go on the Open Lands website and 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 purchase a ticket where you can find somebody that lives in Was it 120 and watch bucks? It at their house. Uh, I know it's oh, less oh, than that. Oh, I think it's seven it's I think it's 50 if you're a member and 75 if you're not. If you're not okay. a All right. But it's a it's a really cool event. Uh, and I, I think open lands is a uh, a great concept that makes Lake Forest unique, that you've preserved a lot of these open yes. spaces. I think it improves yeah. the quality of life for all of us. So it, it provides uh, a place for and, the homeless to live too. Homeless. I know, yeah. That's a separate
6: issue. Uh, maybe they'll well, maybe the they'll sleep. Maybe
1: they'll sleep if it gets cold, they'll sleep hey. by the bonfire because that bonfire burns for like two or three days. It Ooh, does not good.
6: And, and good place we- for a tent, too. I don't give them any ideas for but, <laughs> but the uh
1: the uh, it, it's a really cool event the people that, that that uh put time into this uh mad props to them we should uh, because... have them on sometime. Maybe we should. We should have open lands on. Well, there's there's open a lot lands, of, certainly, of stuff yeah. to talk about. But the bagpipes and bonfire or bonfire and bagpipes, forgive me that I'm getting the name wrong. They are a great, great, great event. Local Looking local, forward to it. Great local organization. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and now last year we talked about the flags downtown. Last year, the weekend of that event, they had the open land flags downtown. But this year, it's the same weekend as Homecoming. So we're I'm just curious which do they fly the Lake Forest scout flags? Um on friday and then on saturday or sunday switch them over to the open lands flags i'll be curious to see what they do but the community spirit here is great for things like that i I don't want to die
0: any i I don't want us to die on any hills i just want to bring up the 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 window painting when you have a small business that doesn't know what's going up on their windows and they put something that doesn't agree with their political beliefs that that is an issue or it has been fair point That I said I it. could care
1: I could care less if someone wears a pride flag. I'll be very I, honest with you. I, I I don't care. I don't I care. And I think if you care as, as a business as a as a Republican, as a Republican, yeah, I think the GOP wastes a hell of a lot of energy on these crazy social issues when they should be talking about taxes, crime, and school choice.
0: Corruption. And let me throw corruption in
6: there. corruption, like Mike Madigan.
0: Yeah. I, right or wrong, they're they're you have a business, and you're 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 somebody's not going to shop in there. It's not going to be a boycott, but somebody's not going to shop based on what's painted on that window. So that that's up to the uh, small business owner. And number two, I'm eating crow because I gave a lot of crap to the football team, and they they three overtimes and they beat Libertyville. Double oh, overtime, bud. Impressive. I'm eating crow. I like a little barbecue. I hope they beat the Z's. <laughs> that was the one game I thought they were going to win. So they're Zion's no good. Um, well, that's probably who's why they uh, the
1: best team, Pete. Football man, who's the best yeah. team in the conference?
0: Warren, Warren, oh, okay, Warren. Mm-hmm. Warren Township. Yep, Blue Devils. Don't go to the game there. We used to, you it's know, when I grew up, the, you'll Niles, get Niles
1: North uh, was in that conference back in the 80s when I was there, and my senior year. Uh, the foot we never were good at any sports except gymnastics. But my senior year, they won the um, they won the football conference um, and by beating Lake Forest um, back in fall of I was I was class of eighty seven. It was fall of eighty six. That was the, that was literally the first time I ever went to Lake, set foot in the city of Lake Forest was, yeah, was when Niles older. North played the uh, Lake Forest Scouts. Back in the fall of nineteen eighty-six, and they beat them and and won the North Suburban Conference, but then lost in the playoffs to Maine South.
6: I was a lawyer and a
1: dad. <laughs> I was a 17-year-old high school
6: senior. That's that's one of the problems. I didn't play on the team. I want to make that clear. I Every was time just somebody fan. says something about the 80s, all I think about is, oh uh, yeah, I was a lawyer and, and yeah, I was a lawyer then. <laughs> Throughout the '80s, Pete, I was a so, teenager a dad too. <laughs> living the Reagan Revolution. Yes, <laughs> and it was. It, it really was. I mean, Reagan really do, did. Do we leave anything uh, on the table? The Sorry, Pete.
0: No, I said, do we leave anything on the table here?
6: I think we've done enough. We've had no. a whole solo I think we defended here. everybody in the world. Okay,
0: good, good. Hey, if you don't like us, come on. If you like us, come on. Just watch <laughs> us and listen to us. <laughs> I do now
1: play now play my theme. What's the Deion Sanders uh, slogan that he says at the end of his speech every week? Ooh, now play what? my theme music.
0: <laughs> the walk off music?
1: No, he when he gives those locker room speeches before the game, he ends it with now cue up my
0: theme music. Or, now all I know is they're music. cheering when he goes, out. Songs. and uh, that it's hit working. on Hunter, man, he 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 cut his liver up on that hit. All I can say is
6: it's it's working. You know, uh, yeah. By the way, I may be out at uh, Colorado uh, uh, next uh, Friday night. I may be uh, wandering it's around. That old- Give me
1: my theme song. That's what he says at the end of every... Uh...
0: Joe, what's your theme song? What's his theme song? Yeah, what, what is his theme song? You have, oh, I want to know what Joe's yeah. theme song is. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, I want to know yours. I, yeah.
6: Let me think about that and we'll do that next week soon. Well, we'll let yeah, our thing we, let's, let's let's, oh, let's yeah, we should oh, do God. is let's try to we'll have a little homework for the next uh, podcast next week's podcast. Let's see if we can come up with theme songs.
1: <laughs> That's when we really need guests, and we're sitting here trying to figure out what our My, theme song mine is. Mine is the
0: rainbow connection. the lake forest podcast is supported by viewers listeners and businesses just like you Forest Bluff Real Estate Team serves Illinois, Wisconsin, Lake Forest, and Lake Bluff. John Josephitis, Laura Lee Van Fleet, and of course, Michelle Parnell. Get a free market analysis now at forestbluffrealestate.com. Havey Communications has been helping first responders arrive safely since 1983. It's owned by Lake Forest own Mike Havey. Check them out at haveycommunications.com Are you looking for beer, wings, and swings in Lake Forest? Well, check out Duffer's Pub and their state-of-the-art golf simulators. This primo setup is the perfect place for your next corporate event. Yes, let your boss win. And of course all the games will be on the TV and you'll never go hungry because the za and wings are scrumptious. Go to Duffer's Pub on Western Avenue now. We'd also like to say we're thankful for our Patreon supporters. Otto, John C., Helen, and Herrick.